Carol and Kate, uh, Kate Craig, her wife, uh, they actually, I went to go visit uh, uh, a, a mutual friend of ours up in Toronto. This is over 10 years ago. This is like 10 or it must have been like 12 years ago. And uh, they put me up uh, in their little uh, dormitory. They, they were all going to school together up at Sheridan College, Animation College. Uh, they were they were going to school with uh, Vera Brosgall, who now works at Leica, who, who makes like you know, Coraline and all that stuff. And uh, they put me up and they were very cool. And then I did not see them again for like, like another eight years until Emily Carroll became a big thing on the internet. <laughs> and I didn't realize this, the internet famous Emily Carroll was the same Emily Carroll who let me sleep on her couch like 12 years ago. And even when I met her at conventions, I did not recognize her as being the same lady. And so I was like, oh, my name is Will Mordred. And she's like, you fat fuck, you slept on my couch. She called me fat fuck. But that's what I felt like where I was like, you bastard, you slept on my couch. Of course I knew who you are. I've been following you on Twitter. Like, it was just, yeah, I, I made a total. Well, it also her art, she, like, her art style back then was completely different from what it is now. And so that's part of the reason why I didn't recognize her as being the same person. I just mm. thought she had the same name. I thought it was a coincidence, but yeah. <laughs> Emory and Carol were both pretty common, so I could see how you'd make yeah, that mistake. Exactly. And so it was a combination of her having kind of reinvented herself as an artist and also me being very stupid. I got easily tricked <laughs> into thinking she was a whole new human being. I can believe that. Brand new person. So, yeah, she's, she's, yeah, she's very nice. And yeah, her comics, her illustration stuff is just fucking fantastic. Oh, I'm yeah. Glad. I think doesn't she have a book coming out next month? Does she? Yeah, she has some kind of something. About that. She's know, actually becoming public. She's gonna be. She's not gonna be, be famous just on the internet, but like she's gonna be like on NPR and shit. I bet. Yeah. She's gonna be like uh, huh. Kate. B. In real life, famous. Yeah, real life famous, not fucking fake internet mm. famous. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have. Is to start Kate in real so... life famous? Because no one I know knows about her. Oh, she's known in the publishing world and stuff. I mean, she's like, there's a difference between like our moms knowing who Kate Beaton is, <laughs> and like. Kate Bean's known. She's 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 yeah. She's a thing. She's more popular right. than us. She's ascended to kind of like. That's not saying much, so. I know why. Fair. Yeah. It's not hard to be more popular than me. She's not Jim Davis. Let's put it that way. Guys, before we get too much further, well, shall we start the, the podcast properly? We kind of did we? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't do introductions. You know who we are. Apologies if my sniffle got allergies. This so I sound like a little bit like a heroin ad. Wait, no, heroin's don't smoke. Wait, <laughs> is it coke addicts or sniffle? <laughs> oh god. Anyway, yeah, okay, Cocaine, so okay, okay, um, okay, okay. Uh, crack. I will okay, I will take Andy's role and actually start the podcast. Which this is gonna go fucking terribly. Uh thank you guys so much for showing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. So <clears throat> it's not too late to weave. Welcome Oh god, that can't be the beginning. No. Okay. Welcome everybody to Jurassic Park. And by Jurassic Park, I mean this week's episode of the Four Howdy Podcast. This week we have Maxwell Motley, who is eating. She's she's a brontosaurus walking out of a giant lake with birds floating in the background. I don't know where you're going with this. And Jacob is the other brontosaurus 
who is eating from the tree. Welcome to Jurassic Park. And the people listening at home, they're, they're, they're Dr. Grant, like, taking off their sunglasses and standing up for the gym and going, Oh my god. No. The amazing fight. They're the kids. The kids in the kitchen just desperately hiding behind the counters. Well, that's what the audience is going to be by the end of the podcast, where they're screaming okay. and yeah. Yeah, the, the T-Rex is trying to eat them. Yeah. It's like a theme park ride. There's a whole park to story. I don't even know why I'm going off on a Jurassic Park tip, because I haven't <laughs> seen that movie since it came out in theater, so that I might be completely wrong about if that that's how that movie goes. I haven't seen that movie since the 90s. Yeah. Uh, so how are you guys doing? Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Nah. Why not? <laughs> I'm Jacob. <laughs> good podcast, guy. That was a good show. Yeah. I'll yeah. see you guys next week. Okay. See you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> anyway, I'm Maxwell Motley, and uh, Bill will probably call me Helen about four times at least in this podcast. Have I called so you Helen could... yet? Not yet, but... Maxwell Motley's a lady of many names. I get easily confused. <laughs> if you can't, if yep. people listening at home can't tell that, I am not that bright. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, well, my grandmother's might... named Helen, so it's easy to keep straight for me. <laughs> and that's Jacob. Jacob, I hate DRM. DRM. Seventy-five. Oh, that's what it is. Wait, you were you born in nineteen seventy-five? No, I just picked two numbers I thought looked good. Okay, I was born in nineteen. I'm also I hate DRM ninety in uh, Minecraft. Yeah. I was born in nineteen ninety-two. Also, if so... you guys are oh here purring, <laughs> it's not because uh, Maxwell Motley is purring; it's she got her cat. Yep, my cat will be on and off me. Well, one of them at least, probably. <laughs> so how are you guys doing? Now. How how was your guys' week? Oh, good. Yeah. Not super eventful. Mhm. Okay. Go to Minecraft. Dead. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah my... I was, I'm doing a podcast. Yeah. Yep. This yep. is. I'm I'm so used to having Annie here to browbeat me into talking or like kind of move the <laughs> podcast forward i'm just kind of like i'm kind of waiting for someone How else to take over the now? podcast i'm the kind of the worst co uh co-host you could be having this week uh so uh maxwell have you played any destiny i haven't yet actually i do have it on pre-order um or well me and my husband have one copy but we're probably going to end up having to have two so okay. that we can actually do the co-op um are people in the uk can they play the the, the alpha that's out right now I don't think so. None of us have been given an, a code, as far as I'm aware. Okay. Um, there doesn't seem hmm. to be anything uh, UK-based for the alpha, unfortunately. I'm hoping that there'll be some beta stuff, but yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot is, about yeah. the beta. Yeah, that that that's coming on like in July, I think. Um, yeah, July seventh. Yeah. And Jacob, did did we? Did, I can't remember. Did we actually get a chance to play yesterday? <laughs> yes, yes, we did. I watched you guys Played play. for like an hour and a half. <laughs> Oh, okay, that's right. No, well, I got confused because yesterday we played. The Maxwell Watts. Now you're getting me confused about her name. Then, oh, I'm blaming you for this. I wound up playing with uh, Jimmy and Conley last night too, and I got confused as to who I actually wound up playing with yesterday. Uh, yes, because yeah, so. as Wait, I have so why didn't you invite me to play? the passage of time. <laughs> What's that? Oh, you. This is this is this is like two o'clock in the morning last night. After I got uh, back from okay, I was asleep. Yeah, I figured you were asleep because I while well, I logged online, you weren't online anymore. And I didn't think anyone else would be online, okay. but Jimmy and Conley were both up at like two o'clock in the morning playing fucking Destiny. And they both had work the next morning. And I was like, all right, shouldn't you guys be asleep? I have an excuse. I work from home. I can be up at two o'clock in the morning on a Saturday playing Destiny. What are you guys doing? They're like, We just like Destiny, it's just fun. So I had a good time playing Destiny. Fair enough. <laughs> 
No, but Destiny's actually I've enjoyed what I'm surprised at how much I like that. Uh, from what I've played from the from the demo so far. What do you think, Jacob? Yeah, it's it's a solid shooter. Um, yeah, it's a little bare bones at the moment. The only way it feels like an alpha is it feels like they cut out about seventy five percent of the content. Uh huh. Like it feels like there's not a lot of armor. Uh, a lot of stuff is out of your level too, and you can still see it. Like I looked into those armor satyrs, and you can't use them until level twenty. Uh, ships. But oh, level nine is the max for the beta. Yeah, you think they would have stripped some of that stuff out just so? I mean, I guess they want. I guess they want to show you. The variety. Well, you know it's there, but yeah, uh, I have to I wonder just... if it'll still be level twenty in the full game because that seems a little high. Is I don't know if I 20... want to play for twenty hours to get there. Do you think level twenty is the level cap? Because I haven't well, seen anything that's unlockable beyond. I haven't seen anything referencing anything beyond the level beyond level twenty. I can't imagine the they're gonna in, not. They're gonna the level cap in the alpha like sips and... So the, uh, a level eight, twenty nine, level nine, cap okay. would be would be pretty low. Yeah, and I can't imagine they're going to hold a bunch of stuff back until you're, like, max level. I, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that would be nuts, so I don't I know. Have to assume, I have to assume it's higher. I think they might actually lower those um, item requirements, too. I think that might just be as high as it is so that you can't well, get Well, it really just it. depends on what the actual max level is, too, so who knows. Maxwell, uh, have you yeah. played much uh, uh, Call of Duty or Halo? Um, neither, actually. Um, I've... I not played Halo because sorry, my cat is going mental. Good times. Ah. Um, <laughs> um, no, I've not played either. Um, I've only had um, an Xbox because I was given one. Um, other than that, um, I, I personally have not played any of the Call of Duty. I think I think we might actually own some, but I've not played it. Okay. Um, just because hmm. personally, thanks, cat. Um, but just because um, uh, I've it's not really my sort of thing so much yeah, and no, I think yeah. um, beyond doing the sort of normal campaign stuff I, I never really play online unless it's with people I know I don't play with random people very much in the same way that oh, Annie's yeah, mentioned no. before I, I won't play with people I yeah. don't know because it's it's the worst it's horrible um, I did it very briefly um, in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood when that you know, when that first starts to have multiplayer, I did See, that. That's a reason I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of surprised you were actually interested in playing Destiny, just because it is. You know, I mean, it's it's, it's kind of an MMO, but it's so based off of first-person shooting. I don't know if you cared about that much yeah. about first-person shooters. You know, um, I'm not really. I'm not. It's not so much a first-person shooter thing. I think it's more that um, I tend not to like things that are too grounded in reality. Oh, I like okay, a lot yeah. of fantasy, sci-fi stuff, and Destiny. Mm, I think yeah, yeah Destiny is very kind of like soap opera, not soap opera, space opera. Kind of like yeah, it's it, it's not quite space as space opera. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 even yeah, it seems even more ridiculous than Halo. Whereas yeah, Jacob, you said you you had not played any of the Halo games, so you've played a whole bunch of uh, of uh, PC first-person shooters. Um, I wouldn't say a whole bunch. I've played. Well, they're kind of considered the standards, you know, the Biosocks. I uh, never played Call of Duty. Always oh, meant yeah. to, but I keep waiting for a good one to come around that's worth playing. Because I feel like I kind of should as interested as I am in games. I feel like it's okay. you should play at least one Call of Duty at some point. But just they never for, get cheap. They're always like 30 bucks in the Steam sales. Yeah. But they're always like yeah. 30 bucks on sale. They never go below 20 So. Hmm. Yeah. It's a lot so of money so uh, for a game that's quite old. Yeah, so I guess I'm the only person on the podcast who's actually played a Halo before, huh? I guess. I haven't had a yeah. chance, or would have. 
No, this game is very Halo. I was really surprised because everyone was just comparing Destiny to uh, Borderlands, which it is because, you know, you have multiple people running around together completing missions and stuff like that. But uh, I didn't realize I mean, we, this would be as much of an MMO as it is with, like, a whole little social hub world where you're accepting quests yeah. and stuff and handing in quests and, and you know, like, uh, getting trading goods that you found in the world for money and things like that. And it seems pretty cool. I really like the feel of the game. Like, the actual, like, the combat's kind of nice. It's it kind of plays like Halo, yeah. except they added a couple. Yeah, they they added except they added a couple uh, Call of Duty flourishes to kind of make you a little more nimble. Uh, like you can actually sprint. It's it's not like a special. Uh, whereas in later Halo oh, right. games, they actually added the ability to sprint as like a special ability. This is just baked in, and actually you click in the thumbstick like you do, just like you do in Call of Duty too. And you can aim down the sights, which is kind of nice, which is something I got used to with Call of Duty. And, uh, yeah, you're not nearly as slow-moving and as much of a, of a tank as you were as playing as Master Chief in the Halo games, which is kind of nice. Uh, even though the enemies are right out of Halo, where, you, like, there's presets where, like, kind of the, uh, the main guys are almost just like the elites from Halo, where they're, like, big, tall, anthropomorphic guys. And instead of the little grunt guys from Halo, which were, like, these little midgets who had, like, little turtle shells on their back who would, like, scream, Oh, my God, he's here! And they would run interference. They weren't uh, much of a threat, but they were just kind of like cannon fodder. Instead of that, in Destiny, they have, like, these floating orange tank things that kind of float around in the sky, which, again, are very dangerous, yeah. but they're just there just to kind of, like, just... To, yeah, you can die yeah. quick. But, um... But, yeah, no, it's, 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 the it's armor pretty cool. Aside from Peter Dinklage, the yeah. game seems to be pretty well put together. Yeah. Which I, I hate think to that say, wizard came Peter from Dinklage. the moon. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Maxwell, have you seen any of this, any of the clips of Peter Dinklage's voice in the game? I've I've not seen the bit because I think uh, the bit I was watching uh, you guys play. I think you talked over the bit the the voice acting, so I didn't. Yeah, hear that's it. what happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've, I've heard, I've heard Jacob, yeah. some kind of uh, some something weird about the voice acting or whatever. Yeah, it's just bad. I I don't want to talk it's about bad. like the end of all like, the end all be all of terrible voice acting. It's not that bad. Yeah, but it's almost. But for it's a big fucking game like this, bad. especially with and Peter Dinklage is a known good actor. It's mm. just it's so like, yeah. oh no, what is this? Oh no, it's the Hive. <laughs> I have a bad feeling. I mean, they're kind of yeah. They seem to be going for kind of a cheesy seventies sci-fi kind of thing with it, with the but blue people working. that are just blue people. It's no, it's not quite working. I mean, it borders on so bad it's kind of good in a in a way. But it doesn't feel intentional, and yeah. it's not bad enough, and it just kind of ends up feeling like a waste of Peter Dinklage. Oh. Yeah, which is shame because yeah. Peter Dinklage is known good. It's just I don't I don't know if he was a voice like the the voice director kind of fucked up and tried to make him sound disinterested, trying to make him sound like a robot because he it almost sounds like placeholder voice acting. Yeah, well, it, it, it's weird because he's essentially well. Again, you guys haven't played Halo, but the main person who's talking in your ear the whole time throughout the Halo games is Cortana. It's this lady. She's an AI. She's this lady's voice, yeah. and he seems to be the version of that in this game, where he is the one voice you're gonna hear all throughout the entire game. And if it's if he's gonna come off sounding that bad, they gotta fix it because it just sounds. Yeah, he sounds like so. He's got a gun put to his his head while recording that voice dialogue. Yeah. It's. Oof. I mean. It's not gonna make me cancel a pre-order or anything, but you know. No. It, it, well, they still have three it, months to try and fix it too. So, yeah. if that's the worst thing you can say about a game, though, is like a bit of the voice acting is kind of the terrible. The voice acting is boring. Yeah. Well, yeah. then again, Bungie also has a history of having very kind of muddy world built. Not well, not maybe not world muddy world building, but muddy storytelling. And the characters are never really that interesting. So I'm kind of curious to see if if Peter Dinklage, being the one character who you interact with, this. 
in the game is already this terrible. I hope it doesn't bode poorly for any other characters. You might. Under- I mean, th- there's other good voice actors in the game, but I don't know how good their characters are are going to be. Or I don't know. Yeah, I, I suspect there's going to be more story in the the full game, probably in the beta too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just have to wait for that then, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, so Destiny yeah. is pretty. See cool. it really is. Yeah, Alpha ends tomorrow, doesn't it? It's over. It it ends at like midnight, yeah, doesn't it? The weekend, but like uh, Maxwell was saying, yeah, I guess there's a, the the there's an actual there's the beta. It's ridiculous that they're even calling this the alpha because yeah. no game is this is this well put together in an alpha state. Yeah, the only way the only way it feels like an alpha is because most of the content's cut out. It's not in any way. Like yeah, any exactly. It's not like alpha. An a game in alpha is just it's it's kind of barely in its most like barely put together state. It's not like this where like you can like play with other yeah. people online and stuff like that. And then there's the beta next month, and that sounds like that's going to even be more of an open thing. Even though it seems like Bungie and uh, Sony have had putting out a shitload of invites for this thing, where it's kind of closed for the first couple of days. I think yesterday, uh, Amazon started randomly sending people. Uh, yeah, that's tools. how I got mine. Willy nilly, even I didn't even pre-order. They just yeah, sent see, me a code. Yeah, I, the only reason I thought I got a code is because uh, I bought a PlayStation 4 last year, so I thought maybe they were like, well, he's got a PlayStation 4. That might be why I got it. So, um, but yeah, hopefully we'll be able to play with you, Maxwell, uh, Max, next month, so. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Time zones are such a... I plan the pre-order to get into the beta. We can figure so. something out. If I can play at 2 o'clock in the morning, what, that's like, you know, what, like 8 yeah, a.m. your time I'll... or something? 10 a.m.? Yeah, you... <laughs> yeah, <on>. you... you... <laughs> Yes, we, but we already know you're not very good at keeping keeping the passage of time when you think I know. It's a Thursday on a <laughs> when Wednesday. When it comes to video games, I can make an exception. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> so what else? How you? What else you guys been up to? Um, well, today uh-huh. I tried to go and see How to Train Your Dragon Two. Yeah. How, uh, so what happened? Um, yeah. So um, it was it's advanced previews today because it's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, people. Yeah, woo! Father's is it Father's Day, Day in the UK? It is, yes. Okay, because I know Mother's Day was That's a different thing. Like it's another... <laughs> yeah, I think because you, you were t- explaining to me how Mother's Day it was Mothering Day originally. It's uh, yeah, it's because oh. um, we celebrate Mother's Day on Mothering Sunday, which is the um, traditional Christian uh, something or other. I'm not very Christian, so I yeah. can't really explain this very very well, but. Um, so Mothering Sunday goes back a very, very long time, but actually celebrating it as Mother's Day is a newer thing. And I think we just decided we'll just smush them together. We'll make Mothering Sunday and Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Why not? Well, I mean, that's how most Christian holidays came around, just smushing them together of pagan holidays. So. Yeah. <laughs> smush. Um, <laughs> not judging, just saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, but Father's Day is today, and it seems to be the same in America and everywhere else. Well, I guess. Some places mm. probably have it on different days, but yeah. America, yeah. that's the only other country that really counts. <laughs> come on. Be yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. Maybe Canada, if you feel like being generous. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob, uh, before we record too much, is there a way you could push your microphone a little bit farther away from your face? Because it sounds a little staticky poppy when you talk. Is it? Just a... Just a um, okay, that already sounds better? Like better. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, perfect. Okay, sorry okay. about that. Okay. Yeah, uh, so anyway... Um, I tried to go because there were advanced previews today because I think the film doesn't actually come out here until the 11th of July. 
Okay, I was gonna say because I know it just opened here in the states Jeez. yesterday. Because the people I went out to dinner with, they had just they had, they had just came out of a screening of of the movie. Yeah. So what happened? Yeah. What what what's what? Yeah. So um, I I I booked it online yesterday because I saw that it was available and I was like, oh my gosh, amazing! I get to see it like loads ahead of when I thought I was going to. And yeah. Try and avoid some of the billion million spoilers on the internet. Um and uh, dragons. <laughs> no, there's spoilers. When when the, when this no, 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 I'll take my headphones off. Yeah, no, when my friends came out at the screening last night, their kid was screaming and shouting the spoiler from the movie at the end. Oh, no. Yeah, had to explain it to me because I, I hadn't Jeez. remembered anything about the first one, but they were like, blah, 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 happened. I was like, what the hell's that mean? And they had explained it to me quietly after dinner, but yeah. Anyway, okay. What yeah. do you mean he's yeah, Don't tell me. I don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the name of the dragon? The main dragon? Toothless. It's Hiccup and who? Toothless. Toothless. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Toothless yeah. is the dragon. Hiccup is the main character. Yeah. I thought. Um, I had stomach yes. flu when I watched that movie. I don't know. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's a good movie to watch while having stomach flu, though. It's kind of comfy. Yes. Uh, it was yeah, better yeah, than my movie. double feature of Seven and Cinder's List. That was a fun <laughs> day. <That> what? <laughs> that double feature I had with stomach flu of Seven and Cinder's List. Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. You're, you're, you're a good yeah. That's very sour viewing. <laughs> it was the TV edit of seven, to be fair. See, if I had to watch, if I so were sick, if I were sick, like perfect, perfect, like sick day viewing would be like Galaxy Quest and like Hook or something like, or some kind of like stupid shit, but not like it. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry, Maxwell, you were telling a story. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> stuff. No, no, no. We're both we're both interrupting. It's cool. both I'm just talking about my traumatic movie experience. <laughs> yeah, with, without an Annie here to browbeat us back in the line, <laughs> this is going to be a very shapeless, muddy podcast. I'm, I'm too British to do that. Six hours from now, Anyway, um, so yeah, I I booked um, VIP tickets because I I don't go to the cinema that often. Yeah. And I thought, oh, it'll be cool. We'll go VIP, and there was only 3D available, so you could either see it uh, 3D normal uh, viewing or 3D VIP. Um, and so I booked the VIP, and we sat in this booth, and it was quite cool. It was this, it's this glass booth at the very back, at the same height as the projectionist. Really. Um, yeah, so, um, and it's completely isolated from everything else. It has its own wow. interior sound system um, and better chairs and stuff like that. Is it like that. a little surround system, like within the glass booth? Yeah, within the booth itself. So the, the sound, shit, even the sound awesome. from the main that cinema. sounds like a great way to see a movie. Yeah, yeah that sounds like okay, ideal. So it sounds amazing, right? Uh-huh. Except for the fact that this real D3D no does pizza. not work through the glass. Oh, so we got to the bit where they were actually started what, showing trailers uh, in 3D. Because pre previously that, they've been showing, obviously, the normal adverts and trailers and yeah. go buy some food that's all 2D. Oh, then that's terrible. And oh. I was just like, this is, I just thought I was, because we had to buy these glasses this time. It wasn't the kind where you get given them. Because apparently there's a difference between 3D and real D 3D. Whatever. See, technically, you're supposed to give them back in regardless of what you get. I, I stole mine. I've but... seen the real. 3D oh no, we're, we're allowed to keep them. They've given us glasses. Yeah. Yeah, these these ones are meant to be kept. They're like you pay a money and you don't give them back. That's you meant. And then oh, you oh, really it's, so it's like a premium thing. Yeah, um, but oh, okay. so. I start, we started watching it, and I'm like, this 3D is not really working. Like some scenes, it seems to be, but anytime there's like real huge levels of depth, it's just not working. <laughs> I'm just like, I, and um, and Kerry doesn't see it quite as well as I do, so he doesn't yeah. know that there's a problem as much as I did. And 
I just, I, I got to a point where I was just like, this is not working. We need to say something. Went outside to speak to someone, one of the um, to people outside, and they were like, oh, I'm really sorry. We don't normally sell tickets for VIP for 3D films because it doesn't work. And then so, why um, did you sell them in the first yeah, place? Well, this is, I know, exactly. But oh. it, we did it on the website, and apparently, sometimes, for whatever reason, it lets you buy these tickets. And, oh. Yeah. And they let you come in and sit down, and it wasn't yeah. until you left yeah. to complain that they were like, oh, yeah, that's right, we forgot well, to tell you, that's not going to work. I, but the thing is, I didn't want to watch the film where it would be looking, like, I, because it was really jarring. Like, only the character and just about that was in focus. Everything else was, like, like offset, like, two, yeah. two uh, of everything. And so also in what the you should have done is you should have walked into the... You should have walked into the normal theater and said, hey... I'm going to take off. Would you like these VIP tickets? And then just wait for them to leave and steal their seats. Oh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, no, it was oh. because obviously it was Father's Day. It was absolutely full of kids. We weren't weren't going to get a seat that was yeah. anything other than right at the front. So um, we're going to get a refund and have to go later when it actually okay, comes out. Okay, at least you're getting a refund. Hmm. Yeah, well, well, we have to contact them first, but it's just frustrating. We got. But now you can spoil everyone for about like you know the first ten minutes of the movie, though. You can be like, no, oh, no, yeah. didn't even get that far. Didn't even get that far. Uh, just got into the trailers for other films mm -hmm. in three D. So that that so, you know, that's actually worth finding. What was the big dramatic review for the credits? Yeah. So, so are you gonna uh, file a complaint about that? Try to get your money back? Oh yeah, definitely because because okay, that yeah that that is ridiculous yeah yeah so I, I yeah I, I was um so, sorry about that so yeah so did you really like the first movie then enough I really to enjoyed yeah okay yeah I, I, I love... yeah I really really enjoyed the first movie despite the fact that I don't know why but most people don't seem to notice that all of the kids are American and all of the adults are Scottish yeah uh, yeah I did notice that <laughs> wait so they. They hit puberty and they well, get Scottish also, accents. Isn't everyone supposed to be a it's Viking? Like Harry but then they're, the they're, they're Scottish. Like yeah, Scottish Vikings. <laughs> that is a little yeah. weird. I, as someone descended from Vikings, I should probably be offended, but eh, whatevs. <laughs> they can have it. I don't care. So, uh, oh, okay, I didn't realize. I thought I thought uh, Chris Sanders would have uh, written and directed How to Turn Your Dragon too, but I guess he didn't. What? Sweet. I thought it was the same director writer. Oh no! Okay, so the guy who uh, wrote and directed How to Train Your Dragon Two was the guy who uh, co-created Lilu and Stitch with Chris Sanders. So at least it's it's one of his buddies working on that. Huh. Okay, that's good. That that's a right, that's right. Good pedigree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought Chris. I didn't know. I didn't realize uh, Lilu and Stitch was created by anybody but Chris Sanders. Um, yes, he anyway. wrote it all by I himself. He drew every is. single frame. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, have you ever seen Chris Anderson's pinup part where he's got the ladies with like the boobs with the boobs on top of boobs? Yeah, like yep. little like, like I have seen ice cream nipples. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I can picture what you've described because I've used the internet. All I have to do is yeah. Google so... Chris Anders pinup, and you'll see. I know so many people who are grossed out by his pinup art because he has one lady he loves to draw, which is essentially the the sister from Lilo and Stitch. But he loves to draw ladies with like, oh. puffy nipples, so it's kind of like a, like almost like a little mini boob on top of the normal boob. Yeah, so I don't know. I, like, I know yeah. a lot of la uh, ladies who are like, "Oh my god, that's so gross." I'm not okay, it's so gross. Max, so I'm thinking we might be able to vote the cake bill out. Let me find that feature. <laughs> Chris Anders loves titties. <laughs> he loves titties, dragons, and uh, Stitch. Okay, 
<laughs> well, when he combines the three, he'll finally have his masterpiece. Oh no, masterpiece I've already seen the online. Oh god, we that's good. We need to have a conversation about Rule Thirty Four. And I was explaining to them okay, about how I never understood why anyone would want a bone gadget from the Disney Afternoon until I saw some I saw some great Rule 34 art of her a couple days ago. And I was like, damn, uh, you know what? Actually, I would probably yep, hit that. Yep. Okay. <laughs> what? Okay. So speaking of bad theater experiences, uh, when I went to go see the third... Yeah. Okay. When I went to go see the third Harry Potter movie, they actually got the um, they actually got it in the wrong order. Whenever they had to switch the we the um film the reels, yeah. they did the uh yeah the last one second, and then the middle one last after the first one. Did you see it on opening day? It was. That would be uh, especially confusing, seeing as that has time travel in it. That's oh, yeah, pretty, yeah. That. So for a while, I'm like, well, they really did some weird stuff in this book. I know it had time travel and all, but oh, this is bizarre. God. Well, I can see it because the last, <laughs> I, like the last thing you see before credits, it, it, it's Harry on the hippogriff, and it kind of freeze frames. And if that's the end of the reel, then suddenly it jumps back forward to like he's eating lunch <laughs> with Ron and Hermione, you know, or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember that much of it, but oh man, it was weird. You didn't realize it until midway through um, the uh, middle part of the film, which turned out to be the last part of the film. And I yeah. think that they actually put the last part on after the middle part because they screwed up. <laughs> oh dear. That's really I still crazy. haven't really seen that movie the way it's, it's meant it, to be seen. It's funny because you're not going to, the chances for seeing stuff like that in the future is going to be almost non-existent while it's digital production where it's, you're just getting like a single, like, you know, digital file to project. There's no reels or to, to, to stitch together. Anything. You're right. I should be yeah. grateful that they uh, stitch together the reels incorrectly. <laughs> Man. At least I didn't have Tyler Durden in the production booth. Yeah. And that was only the best Harry Potter movie too. That, that, that That's, you know, you didn't miss too much, but... <laughs> I know, I should go back and watch it, too, now that no, I know is, who Alphonse Caron is. It is easily the best Harry Potter movie, and it's actually it's a good movie on its own right, not just the best Harry Potter movie. But Do you agree, Maxwell? Yeah, when What's it first came out. <laughs> I, I really like that film as well. Um I think it was the. I think after Chamber of Secrets, it really started bringing itself, bringing coming into its own. Yeah. I think it's the first one where Flitwick is not a tiny wizard, but he's like a tiny man instead. Oh, he's not like he's not like the pizza face melty guy. <laughs> yeah, because they 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 did something weird with him in the first couple of films where yeah, he's he, like he a looks, little goblin. Yeah, he and looks then like a candle, and then they yeah. change him back into being just a small man. Some of the designs change around, and the designs of the uniforms change in this one as well. Yeah. And then well, they, that's also oh, yeah, that uh, the. The Prisoner of Azkaban, that's the first one where the kids are actually kind of dressed like normal kids for most of the movie, rather than like in yeah. their robes and everything like that. Yeah, not just solidly in robes with oh, weird right. hats. Which is weird because that's specifically muggle clothing, and they never explain why all these wizard kids are suddenly running around with muggle clothing instead of like, you know, British school, boarding school kind of clothes. But yeah, I don't know. What do you think British boarding yeah, school kids yeah, wear? <laughs> Oh, no. Well, I mean, it's kind of a boarding school, so I could see how they might have a uniform, but yeah, it's never exactly, mentioned in the book. Yeah. And are you going to walk around in robes all day, just waiting for everyone to pull it up and flash you as you walk by? I mean, they're teenagers. <laughs> Bad things are going to happen if you have them walking around I in robes all day. about that, yeah. All the kids are running around naked underneath their robes just because of what fuck it, we're going to fuck anyway. Why, 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 why even bother wearing clothes? <laughs> yeah. 
Speaking of Rule 34. It seems like it'd be cold and moist in the Scottish Highlands. You wouldn't want to run around naked under your robes in, in, in that weather too much. Even even in a magical fairyland fairy of uh, Hogwarts. Yeah, Scotland is cold. So what else? Okay, what, what else is going on with you guys? Uh, I have about six things on my... Um... No, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine things on my Jeez, list of things Christ. I've done. Yeah. So, what do you want to hear about? Amnesia, transistor. What, what's what, what, what's your highlights? My highlights? Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't want to alarm anyone. I don't want to scare you guys or anything. This could be rough, but um, <laughs> I read a book. Oh my God. It was called The Golem and the Genie. Is it good? It was pretty good, actually. Yeah, um, imagine a Neil Gaiman book, but he can write people. Holy shit. I know, Is this right? the one about their lovers? Isn't it like the modern... Re- like uh, like... Aren't they like people and they're fucking? No. That's... <laughs> well, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah I can't, I can I can tell you about like, spoiling the books. It's never... They never really get together in that sense. It's implied they might after the book. Is it a romance? It has. It's not a full-on romance. It it certainly has romance elements. Um, what it mostly is is it's um, just these characters existing in uh, turn of the century New York, 1899, and uh, their experiences in um, some Jewish borough of New York that I don't remember the name of because oh, I'm a terrible person stuff, and I yeah. can't. Yeah, that's the golem stuff. And then um, the genie is in a little Syria working as a metal smith because he can get his hands hot enough to work metal. So oh, he's just naturally cool. good at that. Wait, is the golem yeah, a and, lady um, or is this the gay story? Yes, the golem. <laughs> the golem is a lady and the genie is a dude. Oh. The golem is actually created as the uh, to be the wife of a man who's moving to New York because um, nobody wants him where he lives. So he's oh, okay. hoping to make a new wife in the, the new country. And then he dies on the boat over. But first, he um, wakes up this golem he had created for him as his wife. And then as soon as he does it, he's like, oh, and it turns out he has appendicitis and dies like an hour later. Oh, and then this golem has no idea what to do. Because the way that works in, in this book, at least, is the golem is completely the slave of its master. Up until the point the master dies, and it gains some amount of free will. Yeah. But it can still hear the thoughts of other people and kind of wants to just kind of be subservient and do whatever they want. Okay. So she's just hearing everyone's thoughts on this boat and just trying to figure out what on earth to do. Yeah, she must be losing so her goddamn she mind. She just barely yeah. manages to make it. Yes, that's, that's a large part of her story. So... She makes it to New York on the boat, and she gets to um, Ellis Island. And she's just picking up on all these people, because no one trusts her, because no one saw her get on the boat. She was in a crate, okay, just being smuggled on the ship, because why, why buy a need, ticket for your golem when you can just eat like that? Crate and, or, no, she does not. She can eat. There's a, weather, there's a rather awkward chapter where uh, she talks about that. I won't go into that. There's a bowl involved. It's a weird conversation. Anyway, <laughs> so she gets to Ellis Island, and she's going through immigration. It's a good book. You should read it. Um, she gets to Ellis Island, and she picks up – yeah, uh, she gets to Ellis Island, and um, she picks up on the immigration officer just really not wanting to deal with this woman who has no papers that 
her husband's just died. She has nothing. This guy's going to have to like throw her off in jail or something or deport her. And he just doesn't want to deal with it. So she says, okay, this I can do. So she jumps off the island, off the railing, and walks to New York <laughs> okay. on the bottom of the ocean floor. It's like the end of the Pirates. And that's how she starts the, off. The zombie pirates are walking under the water yeah. because of the bad guys. Yeah. So eventually, eventually she finds this old rabbi, and then they start living together. As a, He's teaching her because he sees some spark of humanity, so he could destroy her, but he doesn't want to because he recognizes that regardless of how she was created, this is a person of some kind. She deserves a chance. And that's that's the rough of her story arc. The genie is a little simpler. Um, he's trapped in a lamp. Uh, a copper smith uh, is fixing the ramp, and he goes, okay, I can fix this um, this work on this lamp because it's got all this scroll, scroll work on it. He's like, okay, this is damaged, but I can fix this. So he taps it, and it turns out it's what's sealing the genie in the lamp. So as soon as he even breaks that, the genie pops up, and there's this naked guy on his floor with an iron cuff. And he's like, what on earth? <laughs> so from there, the genie's just kind of an arrogant jerk. Okay. And he works, starts working as a metalsmith, and he becomes more of a person over it. He's not as interesting as the golem. He's a fine character, but not as much there. So what's the title It's a really good book. Um, what's the title the again? The Golem and the Genie. Okay. The Golem and the Genie. Spelled, uh, Genie is spelled J-I-N-N-I. Um, my only real problem with it is, like a lot of books, it decides near the end that it's kind of a mystery novel and everything needs to be tied together real quick. And it's, okay. it has a villain it doesn't need. It's not a book that needed a villain. You could really just have these yeah, people guess, living. Yeah, it sounds like the situation by itself is enough to be interesting, yeah. It's, mm. it's interesting enough. And I was reading a little bit after the book, and she talks about how she was um, writing the last bit after giving birth and how she got a lot of advice from her publishing house with the end of the book. I'm like, oh, that's why that happened. Okay. So, you know, I am literally adding that. I'm, I'm adding that to my wish list as we speak. Save. Yeah, it's really good. It's long. It's like 850 pages, but it was a relatively quick read. You know what? It sounds terrible, but I I've heard enough people uh, going uh, going nuts about what the hell's that new the the cancer book that came out that just turned into a movie. The Fault in oh, the Fault in Our Stars. Have you guys read that? Because I I I I was joking no, about. No, I have too much experience with cancer recently. Oh, okay. So I don't yeah. I don't do that. I I have history with it, but I'm also having with existential crisis. So I'm just like, ah, I'm not sure. Yeah, me this too. Book for me. I'm, I'm a hypochondriac. I'll I'll panic over like a bump on my well, phone. Well, this is this is the book that everyone's suddenly reading because the movie get, came out or the movie's coming yeah. out, so everyone's reading it. Yeah. So I was joking with friends about like, oh, oh, oh what are you reading? Good, Fault in Our so. Stars, and everyone's like, yeah, no, I'm reading it. It's good. Shut up. And I'm like. Maybe I should read it then. So yeah, yeah I, I okay. was actually contemplating if if anyone listening has read it, I'd love to know what it's like, just because I don't personally know anyone who's read um, it. I don't. I'm. I don't. I'm trying to think of how to put this. I haven't uh -oh. heard any spoilers, but I heard it's got a bit of a downer ending, and it's about two kids with uh, cancer. Yes, yeah. I'm gonna go out on the limb. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on the limb and say someone dies of something. Yeah, no, I was I, I was actually I was reading a, a review of the movie in Entertainment Weekly of all things, and I, it got to the point where they're going to spoil the ending, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to read this because I I think I might actually read the book because this actually sounds yeah. kind of cute. I don't know. Yeah. So. I hear I mean, it's actually a really good book. I just yeah. don't have it in me right now. Yeah. If you if you watch the uh, the trailer, it gives you enough of just like it's about a girl with cancer and a guy who has gone into remissions. Yeah. He lost his leg to cancer, but now he's yeah. He's, he's, yeah. 
This is a complete guess. I'm going to say that the girl who thinks he's dying of cancer lives, and the boy she's dating who thinks he's living dies. That's my I guess. No I think what happens I think they adopt a pet that gets hit by a car, and the death has nothing to do with cancer. Well, that's even worse. On top of the sadness Sunday. No, not the pet. <laughs> Anything but the pet. Because yeah, it can't be so simple enough as one of the characters who has cancer. Like, it can't be the chick who's 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 what already. What can't it be? I don't know. I, well, that's one kind because of because I hear it's not the ending you expect. What that, be, what that yeah. book's take on, anyway. So, yeah. um, so yeah. I should. I, I feel bad for bringing it up in the first place, but anyway. <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't. You know. And I don't also, read it, but... I really do have to resist the urge to keep from calling it the fart in our stars. Just <laughs> not because I think I'm I'm funny, but that's the what my that's my how my brain parses. It makes that. you feel better. When I t- when I first saw that title, I thought that's what it was called. I'm like, why are people so serious about this? But oh, it's oh, okay. <laughs> Farts in our stomach. Never mind. <laughs> Has it got a really weird font or something? I haven't looked at the cover recently. No, I'm just in print. Like just it kind like, of does. Like, a little like, bit when weird. I saw the movie trailer. I uh, like it says the fault in our stars. I just saw fault is fart, and I just kind of like. <laughs> well, also when you see something that depressing, I think uh, for some people like me, you your mind automatically starts trying to come up with funny things to kind of like kick back against the darkness and yeah. so when you see like oh well, just does that to me. about two kids dying you're like at the end you're like aha farts in our stars ha 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 life isn't that bad after all oh boy i'm never gonna get cancer am i probably so. that's what my dad thought see how that worked out for him <laughs> so what else what do you bring the box like? with him in it up if you want so <laughs> what else so what else guys uh Listen, suddenly turns to black comedy <laughs> Uh, so, since we're on black comedy, how about Amnesia: A Scene for Pigs? Is that that's that's the a sequel, game I played? Right? That's the sequel to that's Amnesia: the sequel. Dark Descent. But it's um, not. Good. I played it because I I kind of loved it. I thought it was great. Oh really? But I'm not a horror fan. People I hear who don't like it um don't like it because it's not enough like the first one. It's not as scary for that's them. When you yeah. don't play any horror games, that game is a nightmare. It's just a nightmare. Um, it's uh, the reason I played it is because it was cheap, and I heard the story was actually very well done, and it was. It was surprisingly well done. Um, I won't go into spoilers because um, it's the kind of thing that would sound really stupid if I just described it to you anyway, so <laughs> I won't bother. But um, you wake up in this bed, and the room's completely dark, and the only thing you really know is that your kids are somewhere, and you need to find them. And then you get out of the bed and you look around and you realize there's a cage over the bed you were in. What? Okay. A cage. There's a metal cage over the bed you were in. So you start wandering this mansion and it's got all these like creepy, weirdly violent paintings on the walls. And it just, it's spooky as can be. And I spent probably most of the game in this mansion. It's only like the first, like, fifth of the game mm-hmm. but i was constantly alt tabbing out because i just couldn't deal with it yeah. <laughs> so finally you get out of the mansion and you end up in this meat processing facility so you can kind of you can probably guess where this is going yeah uh and you it's a lunchables factory <laughs> you're Do they closer have than you might in the uk does that joke even make any sense we have Lunchables. Okay, good. Okay, okay, okay. I'm okay. sorry for that. We apologize <laughs> on, on behalf of America. Um, so you get 
See, that's what America wanted to do with its freedom. We we want we we want yeah. our, uh, freedom from the UK just so we could go off and, and we have lunchables. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, sorry, go UK. ahead. Go ahead, Jake. It was our revenge. So, you get to this <laughs> meat processing facility, and you grab this um can and you get this journal entry because most of the uh, a lot of the game's uh, story is told through journal entries that kind of pop up throughout the game and tell you what you're supposed to be doing. Which is what all I don't know how I feel about that. That could have been better, but you get this journal entry and it's telling you about how this rancid liquid just smells like the worst thing ever, but how they've gotten everything to run off of it. So you go, you get some, you put it in the car. No, I'm getting woke. It's been about a month. You go and you fill up this uh, empty can at the tank, and all of a sudden the lights start flickering, and you hear this pig. And at the corner of the screen, you see this monster run up across the walkway. So you just start pulling this plank as fast as you can. And finally, you stick it in this car so you can go into the church graveyard. And in the grave, if you go just a little bit to the left, what you see is this stitched-together corpse that kind of looks like a pig, but you can tell it's human, and there's bolts sticking out of it. And I'm like, I don't want to go in the church. You're not going to be safe in the church. They are going to go on holy ground. There's a corpse right there of one of these monsters. Why this church is not? Take the car and go. Your kids are dead. Your kids are dead. They're gone. So you go in this church. It's a whole nightmare scenario. It's got one sequence called the nest that is one of the best pieces of um, environmental storytelling I've seen in a game. Like, it's it's really smart. It's really well done. And I kind of hate it because it scared the crap out of me and it was really stressful and it kind of ruined my weekend because it was, it's a seven hour game. It's only four hours, but I spent so much time alt tabbing out trying not to have a panic attack that it turned into seven. Yeah. If you find it cheap enough and if you think you can handle it, I highly recommend it. I really do. Can it be modded? Can it be modded so it turns into a machine for pugs and it's just very cute little pugs? Oh. Or even better, a no. hug machine for pugs. <laughs> that would kind of change the whole tenor of the game. It might yeah. be great for the theme. So, one last thing I'll say about it is it's another in a long line of games that seem to be better at being Bioshock than the first Bioshock because it tackles a lot of the themes of um, of uh, the Ritz and so on. Like that kind of, what was I going for? Like class warfare? Class warfare, yes. It, it handles that a lot better than Bioshock every day. I won't go into details, mm -hmm. but it, it handles that with a lot more nuance than I expected. And, yeah, I highly recommend it. I I was surprised. A lot of people don't like it. I loved it. The music mm -hmm. is oh, just astoundingly horrifying. I should pull up a track at some point and send you a ring. <laughs> Did I'll you have you played the, the original game? Because I think I got that in one of the humble bundles, and I haven't touched it because okay, I, I have played a little bit of it. Yeah, it's, when I was playing Gone Home, um, there's a bit where I turned a corner and there was a pipe in the ceiling, and it scared the shit out of me. So <laughs> I'm not sure oh, this would be a good about. game for me. Um, yeah, <laughs> also, I didn't play it. The mechanics. <laughs> Mechanics were too scary for me. That's one of the reasons I was going to play the new one is they cut out a lot of that stuff. Right. So for the exact reason a lot of people don't like it was the reason I was willing to spend 11 bucks and buy it. Uh, no, that's good. I'm so, glad to see, yeah, I'm glad to see yeah. they had a game that was more palatable to you, even if it kind of alienated other people. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. I don't I don't have anything against the first Amnesia. Like, more power to the people who like oh, it. Yeah. But I'm kind of glad they did something with that 
in the next one. And you know that wasn't I'm seen for pigs was not made by the people who made the first. Yeah, no, I, for, I forgot what the rest of the team working on, but yeah, that, that the Chinese that was brought in a different. They're working on Soma. The first team is working on that game Soma. Never even heard of that. Soma, it's a. Uh, it's Isn't that the hero game. from Kingdom Hearts? Sora. Sora. Oh, okay. I hate. I'm the same. I know that. Fuck that. <laughs> too, too far. I, I kind of like those games. <laughs> I kind of like those games. Um, I'm kind of excited for the uh, 2.5 HD version because um, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep is secretly one of the best hack and slash games ever made, even if the really? story is dumb as can be. Yeah, it's got a really interesting system. Um, it's kind of a mix of a combat like uh, Kingdom Hearts or a Zelda and uh, a card game because all your actions are selected for these decks you construct. And it's not random. You select the order they pop up, up in. But it still scratches that same kind of uh, itch. So on to a more present topic than um, Amnesia Machine for Pigs or even worse, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Professor Snape followed me on Twitter. Because <laughs> I mentioned uh, some, a spoiler about how Professor Snape was completely Dumbledore's lover on Twitter. Mom and now he's in charge of protecting you for the next 10 years? And then... Oh, he can have my mom. That's fine. <laughs> Oh, wow, okay. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Dad's gone. Mom needs someone. It might as well be Alan Rickman. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? As long as it's, if it's not Snape, yeah, but if it's just Alan Rickman, that's, that, that, that's not the worst dad substitute you could have. Okay. So, what sounds the most interesting? <laughs> what do you want me to talk about next? Transistor, Wolfenstein, Minecraft, uh, well, Legend of Zelda, the Miniscap. Uh, Maxwell, do you have anything? What have you been up to? We'll tr try uh, to mix this up a little bit. Yeah, well, anything. <laughs> anything. Talk about something, please. Go on. Um, what have you yeah. been up to? Something. <laughs> um, well, I played Transistor as well. Um, so we, I guess we can talk about that a little bit. Um, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, I'm still uncertain about the ending. Um, yeah, I, I am too. I love the game overall, but, you know. Um, but, um, so I guess there'd probably be... Do you want to do spoilers for Transistor? Or shall we you guys really can, because I don't care that much. Okay. <laughs> okay, we can do that. We can do that after the podcast. We'll see where we're at yeah. after that. Yeah. And we'll do uh, after we'll that. Do we'll do have to worry about that. Uh, okay. Just because I don't really want to spoil anyone. I think it's interesting to talk about. Yeah. But I think I'll leave it a little bit. Um, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I've been... Uh, not not me so much as Kerry has been playing uh, some of the Star Citizen um like be they've got some of this um, dog fighting uh, stuff going on. Yeah, oh you can actually play some right? of that? Yeah, you can play some of it now. Um oh, okay, I think cool. it's still it's it still cost really to get in by a ship. <laughs> I already have a ship, so does he. So oh. <laughs> we we yeah. maxed the thing, so we've got um I think Kerry's got like three ships and I've got two and um, Jeez. Uh, so uh, I, I. Those ships are going to be the new Bitcoin. Mark my word. <laughs> You're going to be able to sell those for like two thousand a piece. Yeah. So I've got. Um, uh, so yeah, we've got. He backed it and he gave me ships. So I look like I'm a backer, but I'm not. Oh, that's very so I, get nice, yeah. of, I get a lot of the bonuses backers do. Um, and the main thing that's been available recently is the hangar module, which has been available for quite a while, where you can just go into a hangar and you can go inside your ships. Um, exciting so, well yeah but you know when you can literally do nothing else when the game's not out you can just yeah. see that you technically you know you've bought this ship you have bought a picture essentially here you can actually see this is what your ship's going to look like and stuff. Yeah, you've bought a model. Enough, you can like walk around it and like do anything 
Um, yeah, you can go inside them. Um, for the, I've got an Aurora LX, which is the highest classification of that particular kind of ship. Oh, really? Um, yeah. A lot of ships have different variations on them. And um, this one, the difference is really in terms of how it flies and how it, how it is used more so than how it looks. But um, you can go inside it, you can go and sit in the cockpit and you go and sit in, there's like a bed area at the back, but they're all quite small ships. Um, but Carrie's got one where it's got um, three people in the um, cockpit where you can have you have like one pilot and two sort of navigators, yeah, and okay. it's got two gun turrets, one up and one down. Um, so you can go into a chair and drop down, or go into the chair and go up into the gun turrets. It's, um, I can you have two? Can you have two uh, uh, gunners at the same time? Yep. Very nice. Um, so, very very uh, Millennium Falcony, yeah. Yeah, it is quite. Um, so you can have a lot of different people piloting just one ship. That's really um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that seems to be. It's go. I think it's been a little bit buggy to begin with. Obviously, it's brand new. Yeah. Um, the, game, the proper game doesn't come out until like next year or something, right? Yeah. The proper game won't come out until 2020. The way they're going. <laughs> Yeah. God, does they have enough money to, 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 to make sure it gets, yeah. get, gets oh, yeah. finished, though? They you know? really do. Hang on, I'm just going to check what they've got they're right for, now. Is it like $14 million or something like that? It's, 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 it's in the double digits. Yeah. Let's check what it is. Although for a game, that's still, like, you know, compared to like something like Destiny, that's not a lot of money. Yeah. yeah well, Destiny's made by Bungie. Only dollars okay. Wait, how much? Forty-six million four hundred. Okay, that actually is a lot. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. Okay, that's 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 a decent amount. Yeah. I want to. I want to say I heard they got a bunch of investor money too. Brought them up to over. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's you know that's what I'm, 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 I'm still thinking about getting a gaming PC by the end of the year, especially with no like not a bunch of console games coming out this year, and that yeah. would be uh, in preparation for Star Citizen. That would be a good justification for trying to pick up a gaming PC yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I am I, not interested in that kind of sci-fi, but yeah, I'll, I'll check it out when it's free. I like anything that's kind of open world. I, like I I do kind of like that kind of, that kind of sci-fi, especially if it's going to be this big open world where there's no separate servers, everyone's just kind of like running around together. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. Um, cool. But cool. it'll be a while before it's actually, you know, properly playable or anything there. Can you name your ship? So it's not just you the Aurora can. LX. What's yes, that? you can name okay. your ships. But I think I, I don't know if there's going to be any kind of block on naming your ship the Millennium Falcon because they'll probably be. There isn't. Kerry's yelling at me for the. Yeah. Other room. There <laughs> There is. He isn't. I'm flying it. There's literally going to be like a thousand Millennium Falcons running around. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and then it'll be Millennium Falcons yeah. with ones instead of L's. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Millennium Falcon 420 XXS. Yeah, yeah Millennium yeah, Falcon 75. Yeah, I would yeah, just want right. to have like the HMS mud flaps or something. Like, I, I want to get really ridiculous about it. Yeah, I mean, um, if I, you know, le if I learn anything from playing some of the Star Trek MMO, is that people call their ships literally anything. <laughs> it's just yeah. ridiculous. Um, I but need to I go back and play some of that Star Trek MMO too. I never really got far enough to really do much with my ships. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I I ended up um, upgrading my ship several times. I had decent sized ship um, when I stopped playing. Um, what kind of ship did you have? Like, what was the class? Like, what was the? Oh God, I can't remember. Um, I just I just had the Wrath of Khan ship, like that little the saucer with the two little nacelles. I didn't have anything yeah. super special or anything. Yeah. Um, I had. I can't remember what the ship classification is, but it was a really oval shaped dish. 
a, like a long thin oval with long cells at the end. Oh, of it. so yeah, like it's kind of super futuristic, kind of like Enterprise it's thing. Fairly, you know? yeah, it was it was quite a cool one. Oh, so you um, put some time into that game because I know, like, when you first start off, they kind of give you old like motion picture era ships. Yeah, and as yeah. You three ships. I'm not oh, sure. sure. You kind of choose sort of what type of ship you want to go for. But, um, Who is your character? Uh, my character was a trill. Um, oh, okay, very nice. I was a Bajoran lady. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, good for you, Bill. <laughs> no, I tried to, I tried right. to replicate uh, uh, Major Kira, and I fucked up, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I, like, I like that Major Kira. Yeah. If you can, can combine her with Gadget from Chippendale Rescue Rangers, <laughs> oh, oh dear, some sort of dark fantasy world we're going into here. Now. There should else? just be a Bill Rule Thirty Four tracker that distracts how long it is from Bill saying something to that thing existing on the internet. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can will. That's my dark superpowers. I can will any Rule Thirty Four into existence. Well, granted, like the the internet, four chan takes care of that without even even having to need the superpower, but. Yeah, it's just kind of an automated Rule 34 generator. I should look up to see if there's Boy Howdy Rule 34 yet. Oh, please, I need to turn no. this webcam off. I gotta turn this webcam off. <laughs> there's enough artists who listen to this podcast that someone might do it as a joke, and I don't know if I like I, that idea. You know what? I, what I would like to see is Rule 34 Boy Howdy uh, fan art that is me and Annie fucking the giant dinosaurs that fuck cars. And there's just a pumpkin or, off next to Have you guys snack. seen – there's uh, – someone's got this fetish where it's it's the female lions from The Lion King <laughs> blown up to like a thousand times their normal size. So they're Godzilla size, and they fart on cities. <laughs> okay, then. This is I've seen I've seen this on Flickr of all things where this person will like you know like this big aerial shot of like Hong Kong and then like a picture of like Nala from The Lion King and have fart stink waves coming out of her butt flooding the whole city. And that all right. is. How do you discover that's your thing? Well, the How do you come part, to that I, conclusion? The best thing is I have that as as it's it's one of the screensaver mm. options on my on my TV now. So when people are over, just Ryan's that will occasionally pop up and they're like, "What? They think I, I haven't it. seen that option on my Apple TV." Strangely <laughs> enough. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, you guys were saying Apple's really branching out. <laughs> um, I have now blocked Professor Snape on Twitter. <laughs> so if I'm dead in the week, you know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, since we're doing transistor after, where is that? Soon it's after the podcast. I guess you want to hear about Wolfenstein. Can do maybe. <laughs> yes, Bill? you you You're broke up there for a second, but I agree with whatever it is that you just said. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, you can send me the check later. It will need at least okay. six digits. I'll pay six dollars uh, to so... talk about Wolfenstein. Okay, you're my Steam friend, so just give me whatever you want off my list. Um, <laughs> so Wolfenstein is a surprisingly good game. Um, I did not expect anything from that, but the data reviews came out, and they said it was a surprisingly solid story about an alternate history, World War II, where Nazis won, and that it was well told and not horribly written and still a Wolfenstein game, I was like curious enough that I just bought it right then and there. And then found out it was a 50 gig download and it took a week to download. Wow. So, well, no, I had it by that Saturday. I started downloading it Tuesday. <laughs> oh, no. 
it was wow. it was it was only 44 gigs to download, but once you unpack it, it's 50 gigs. So that did not go in my SSD. Do you have a level um, cap? Uh, do you have like a download level uh, like a broadband level cap? Limit? No, I do not. But there's See, um, we, no, other we, people we, on my internet, so it it took a while. We have a 200 gig level uh, 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 bandwidth cap, so we have to be really careful about that shit. Ouch. Yeah. That sucks. That's right, my internet is so slow though. Yeah, see, we have light and fast internet, but it's we've got that. Yeah, we've got that level cap. Anyway, I'm sorry, you were saying, yeah. Uh, before Bill interrupted me again, no. I know. Um, <laughs> so, I guess I'll just get into the story because that's the interesting part. The you shoot things, you can dual real guns. If you've ever wanted to equip two sniper rifles at the same time and realize you couldn't zoom in with them, so why were you dual wielding sniper rifles? This is the game for you. Uh, <laughs> So, I'm trying to think of where to start. I'll start at the beginning. The first hour is really boring. It's very boring. It's the most generic war shooter you can think of. But the interesting thing is, once you get to the end, you have a choice of two characters you can pick from who have sort of followed you uh, up until that point. You can choose the young, um, new recruit who has a lot of potential and no personality, or you can choose the Irish or possibly Scottish, I'll be honest, I can't tell, I'm racist, <laughs> uh, guy played by Ball Feeder from Final Fantasy XII. I don't know why they have this choice, because anyone in their right mind is going to choose the funny Irish slash Scottish guy played by Ball Feeder, <laughs> who I did not realize was played by Ball Feeder until I saw the credits, and I recognized uh, Gideon. Man, if Annie were here, she'd be squealing about that, because she loves that guy. I know, but Annie's dead. Well, was the, well, he, was the, <laughs> well, he was the bearded guy, right? No, you're thinking of Boss. He's the... Uh, Boss was the uh, Han Solo the type with the bunny friend waiting. The Sky oh. Pirate. Yeah. Wait, the bearded guy from Final Fantasy yeah, called Bosk? Bosk? Yes, Boss. Bosk, it's been a while. I mean, the other guy's named Balfir. Why is Bosk what's throwing you? Well, no, because Bosk is There's about a guy to named Van. Oh, is he? Yeah. I know Yasumi Machino is really big Star Wars fan. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. Go no. ahead. You're talking about Wolfenstein. B-A-S-C-H. No, everyone seems uh, to be agreeing so that Wolfenstein is surprisingly good. It is surprisingly good. Um, The story is very well told. The soundtrack is fantastic. I was surprised. It's done by some heavy metal dude. Yeah. But it's... um. It's done by some heavy metal dude, but it's just real kind of subdued, almost folksy in spot. It, it, the heaviest it gets is like psychedelic. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Um, I can't really talk about the story because talking about it kind of spoils what makes it interesting, but I will bring up a few problems I had with it. Uh, there's a concentration camp scene that, while surprisingly tasteful, is kind of unnecessary because in your game about shooting Nazis for fun, you do not need a concentration camp scene. Mm-hmm. You don't need that. Especially yep. in a game where the word Jew is never said ever anywhere in the game. I could not find one mention of the word Jew. Well, is the concentration of Hitler, is the concentration camp? Is it is it is it Jewish? Uh, it, does it have a lot of Jews in it, or is it just like the? the um, like, it's everyone. Um, at this well, point, it's twenty years in the future. Before. They weren't necessarily. I mean, even though right. the concentration camps were mostly filled. I think with it's more of a labor camp, to be honest. But it plays okay, off a lot yeah. of concentration camp. Kind but you, of yeah, when you th- when you um, hear the word concentration camp, you specifically think Jews in a camp. Yeah, you don't. You're not thinking right. about like right, yeah, and they're playing like, like that the gypsies means, or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they were in there too. Um, it is all minorities in the camp. There's a black guy named Bombaste, 
that's pretty great. Really stupid. Um, yeah. Uh, so there's a character who is supposed to be Jewish in this camp, and he turns out to be a major character in the game. He's supposed to be Jewish. No one ever says the word Jew. Hitler is mentioned once. Is he just um, like in the Bible? Like that's all. That's the way you know he's Jewish. Like or his, like, his name is like um, animal. It's. I don't know what his name is actually. Oh wow, good story. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. Uh, I'm trying to think of how I can put this without sounding like making it sound like I or the game is racist. But he's oh, kind of, no. you, you know, he's Jewish. I, I don't think the game is racist. Oh, I really he's don't. acting I'm, Jewish. I mean, if he's kind of like, you know, I he's, mean, he's yeah. got the accent. The character is designed to kind of look that way. But I don't yeah. want to. When you say that, people have an image of a Jewish stereotype. Yeah, it's, some some people are just sure. Jewish. It's totally cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. The problem with him Racist is, shit. <laughs> yeah, which I'm bringing into the game. I'm not necessarily going to fault the game for that. But the problem with this character is, you can tell he's Jewish. They never say the word Jew, and he's kind of one of a, a group of secret Jewish scientists who have all kinds of crazy crap, and that kind of plays into Zionist conspiracy theories about Jews controlling the world. Yeah. And it kind of plays with that. And I'm like, game. I know you want to just be fun, and you're kind of succeeding, but maybe not Zionist conspiracy theory stuff. Even if you're portraying it as positive, as just a fun kind of adventure thing, it's a little unnecessary. Well, is it because like um, the, and the, the Jews are like part of the rebellion? Like the, that's kind of like the like they're 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 I don't know. Is that do they speak on it? Well, it kind of ends up that way. So the reason they have all this tech is um, they believe that you can get closer to God through the pursuit of knowledge, which is fine. I, I'm, my understanding is that's actually part of Judaism. That's fine. But they have all these like secret mega weapons, and they, I guess, have space technology, and the Nazis find some of this, and that's how they have a moon base. Which, by the way, two levels after the concentration camp, you go to the stinking moon. You go to the moon right after yeah, I heard about you go to the moon, camp. yeah. Like, it's a goofy game that it, it's a goofy game that takes itself seriously and kind of succeeds at it. It's worth the money. The only other problem I have with it is there's kind of a coded gay villain who's the boy toy of the real villain of the game. It's weird. Like, yeah. there's Isn't just a like few General things Death's that are head or something? off. Death's head is played to be the real villain, but he's not. He's in like two scenes. Okay. He's creepy. He works, but he's not really the main villain for most of the game. He's just kind of this force you hear about. So yeah, it it's well worth playing. I'm I definitely think. thinking about picking that up. Yeah, yeah. maybe next month. If you want, it's it's super long too. That's like a 12 hour game, and there's enough changes in the second storyline that's actually worth going through. Because I actually went back and remade that choice. Yeah. And if you pick the guy who isn't played by Balfier, so I don't know why you would do this. If you pick him <laughs> anyways, you get to the base where all the characters are. Because there's there's this kind of hub area where you can talk to characters and all that. There's a surprisingly good number of female characters in this, too, I'll say. Uh, if you go, if you pick the boring guy and you go to this base, um, you see this black guitarist with kind of an afro, and you yeah, find out his name this, is Jay? Yeah. yeah. So Jimi Hendrix is just basically one of your companions. You don't fight with him or anything, but Jimi Hendrix is just in this base with a guitar. Although, uh, yeah, like, although I guess, he, like, uh, why like American characters like that would be running around occupied... 
Europe. Um, <laughs> there's a bit of a there's a bit of a resistance. This whole thing's in Berlin, but there is a bit of. A, and Jimi Hendrix was in Europe for a lot of his. Career. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he never left America or anything like that, but it's funny that like yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we we uh, Maxwell Motley just pointed pointed out uh, on the show notes yeah. that she uh, she needs to get out of here in about an hour, so we're gonna have to start cutting some of the. Okay. Some of the, 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 okay. The, so the, Wolfenstein, pick it up. Let's get the geek reaching review. Uh, well, uh, Maxwell, did you have anything else? Uh, uh, did you have anything else? Sure. Um, no, not this week. My week's been pretty much uh, an uneventful week. It's just been have, mostly. Have you guys played Tomodachi yeah, Life? So mine. I no, have... I have not. Uh, it's super goddamn cute. I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but it really is just like The Sims for the 3DS, except you're playing with people that you know, which is really weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I got far enough to the game this week. Oh, I don't think I have any listeners in the game, so at least I don't have to worry about like falling in love with Maxwell Motley or Jacob. But <laughs> it's really weird because like, I've played enough now that all the characters are falling in love with each other. And oh, so... Oh man, so like there's all these inappropriate unions I keep trying to stomp down because I don't want like like it's weird because like I want the people who are in love with each other in real life to be in love in the game. It's weird to have people like oh my god. And also I've introduced a whole bunch of new fictional characters and so my housemate Joshin uh he totally fell head over heels for crazy eyes from Orange is the New Black. <laughs> and I had to I watched that too. I, I, I would have let that go, but his wife is also in the game, and I want him to hook up with his wife and not with crazy eyes. And so I, to, I had to shoot him down because he was like, oh, my God. I, Just I, let him be I, happy, I, man. I can't sleep. I'm so in love with crazy eyes. And so I had to tell him that it wasn't going to work, and so he got super depressed, and I spent half an hour like teaching him how to cook and do all these other weird missions to make him not sad anymore. It's a very goddamn silly game. It's very cute, though. Um <laughs> Yeah, somebody. Oh God, somebody did fall in love with me. Oh, it's Jen. Jen Frank. The internet's Jen Frank. Uh, she, like. Poor Jen Frank. Yeah, I took a. Po- <laughs> you know what? I thought I had taken a photo of it. I was gonna post it to Twitter just to make just just just, just to goose her a little bit. But then uh, it turns out I took the wrong screen cap, and I didn't have evidence of that. But I. Oh, yeah, okay. it's a little creepy, but it's still kind of funny at the same time. But yeah, which is Bill Mudrin's whole way of life is That's a little creepy, life. but still kind of funny. Um. I love to masturbate in toothpaste. <laughs> We're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This a god, last goddamn time, I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I gotta talk about a fucking dog dying. Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast. Whoa, why am I still here? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome back.
back to the Geek Week Review. We're back to talk about stuff that happened this week. Actually, there's not actually, uh, uh, there's not a whole lot of interesting stuff. There's stuff that happened this week, but none of it, like, I really cared about that much, which is kind of like, uh, th- that's one of the problems with Bill curating the Geek Week Review is that, oh, no, actually, you guys added a whole bunch of shit. Well, scratch that. <laughs> Fuck. Originally, I only had, like, three things on there. Now there's, like, 12. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, Rick Mayall died this week. Uh, do you guys know or care about Rick Mayall? Yeah, he's a bit of a... Uh, I vaguely knew who he was. Yeah. He's a bit of a legend here, so... Yeah. Yeah. It's really awful. What's he legend for? Um, uh, he, he's in so many different comedy shows um, in in the UK. It's kind of, obviously, because we, we're a small place, lots of comedy and stuff gets quite incestuous. Lots of um, actors get across it. Um, so he's been in Blackadder. Um, he's been in, there was a show called Bottom. He's in the, I think it's the Young Ones. I can never remember what it is. Yeah, I knew Rick from the Young Ones. That, that's yeah. what he played Rick on, well, his, his name was Rick, he but he's also playing yeah. a character called Rick on the Young Ones. That's, yeah. that's I what I remember. one of the creators of that, too. Oh yeah, yeah, it was it was him and Aid Edmondson. They 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 created that in Bottom. Uh, he yeah. he played Drop Dead Fred. That's how most Americans know him. Yeah. Um, I recognized him from that. Sadly, I recognized him from the clips I've seen of that online. I forgot he played Peeves for ten seconds in Harry Potter too. Yep. Yeah. He's like in the background in one scene where he's like screaming at somebody. Or Who something. wasn't in Harry Potter? What I British know. actor wasn't in Harry? <laughs> but Potter? But now he's actually a ghost. Yeah, but it's it seems that he may have died of a he died suddenly. Uh, his wife just said something about a couple days before he did pass. He had a, a cardiac event as a re, after going on a run. So it sounds like uh, at first, well, whenever you hear somebody mysteriously dying out of nowhere, especially someone that young, I, like my first thought was, oh my god, maybe it was suicide. But it sounds like he may have just died of a heart attack. Yeah, but he was young. He was only fifty six years old. Yeah, which is the same age as my parents, so that's oh, really? Really weird for me. Yeah. Uh, same age as my dad, actually. But yeah, Rick Rick Mail was goddamn fucking hilarious. He just always yeah. kind of pop eyed and crazy and just yeah. His is if 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 people ever want to see any of his work, I would suggest go. F- I think it's there. It's all uh, the the one thing that I would recommend seeing. I think it's up on YouTube. Is the Young Ones episode called Bambi? Just look up Young Ones Bambi, and that is one of the funniest half hours of television ever, and, and he was a huge part something of Something about you telling me to go look up something called Bambi just terrifies me. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Bambi actually shows up at the end. And also, also, dude's head gets cut off in a tunnel, and dudes get squashed by a giant donut, mm-hmm. and there's a talking sock. It's Man, the Young Ones is fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Have you seen much bottom? Uh... Not I cool. used to watch. I used to watch a lot of it actually. Um, when I was younger, it's really. It was really, really weird. It was really funny. I only. Um, I only saw an episode because when they put out the young ones on DVD, like about ten years ago, they put just as a bonus feature, like the first episode of Bottom, and that's the only Bottom I've ever seen. But yeah, it was interesting to see from the UK people were talking more about Bottom than they were the young ones. So. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think because um, young ones is. I guess it's sort of ingrained into us. We don't really talk about it into in, as much as anything else because it's sort of just always there. It's like talking yeah. about Monty Python. You don't. It's, yeah, I, I was mean, gonna say. Yeah, it's like quite a cultural wallpaper like, at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Bottom is something to talk about. It's maybe not quite as popular as the others, but um, it was more. It was more current, and it was the one that a lot of us probably grew up watching. Uh, especially from my generation, because um, I was born in '87, so um, mm. a lot of this was kind of around that time or earlier than that. So you know, I kind of missed most of that, you know, 
being uh, current and being uh, quite so relevant. So Button was a lot more relevant for me yeah. growing up. But and um, people, yeah. uh, I saw on, on YouTube people were passing on a very timely link of a bunch of Rick Mail commercials he did for Nintendo back in the 90s. What? Yeah. Uh, he did one for well, it's not called Star Fox in the UK. It's called Star Wing, and a whole bunch of stuff like Tetris Weird. for the Game Boy and all kinds. Of, like he, I guess he was like Nintendo spokesman in the UK in like 1995 for like a year, and so he yeah. did all these commercials. And yeah, I didn't realize he had actually had an accident where he was on on a, on a motorbike or something like that and it rolled over and he it like almost like broke his neck too. So he was kind of fucked up before in the past too, but. I don't know. So that sucks. He's dead. Celebrities stop riding motorcycles. It just never seems to end well for them. I know. If you're a celebrity, why not just stay at home and watch TV? What the fuck are you doing going out and doing stuff? <laughs> Especially if you're in action movies and stuff like that. You think you'd get enough adventure just from doing that. Yeah. Anyway. But okay. His next uh, line item is Gilmore del Toro. Uh, despite the fact that the Pacific Rim sequel has not been greenlit yet, he is working on the script for the sequel. Do you guys care about the Pacific Rim stuff? I never saw Pacific Rim. It's good. I I quite liked it. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people who didn't it's like it. Netflix, so, isn't it? Is it's, if it's not now, it should be because it's almost exactly a year old. Yeah, which is that's what that's when movies like that usually start showing up. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that film. I thought it was very. Uh, it was it was kind of daft in places. It was ridiculous. Oh, super, but I yeah, had a lot goofy. of fun watching it. Yeah. So I you know, that that alone is makes it a good film in my eyes. Um so I'd be quite interested to see what they do with a sequel to it. Um yeah. they, set hopefully... up, they were talking about something like the sequel would be like there's a part in the movie I, I know Jacob hasn't seen it, but there's a, a point where uh human scientists he like mind melds with some of the evil aliens at some point. And I think there was talk about how the evil aliens might end up there's some going to be kind of some kind of flip-flopping where the aliens in the next one might be the good guys or like the the, the aliens have, end up having to work together with the giant robots to fight like other aliens or something like that so yeah i heard something about that but i heard they actually kind of scrapped that because people like the scientist character too much and they want to make a movie mm-hmm. like a science scientist character actually wasn't that interesting but uh well i kind of wonder that's just what i heard uh, secondhand they were talking about pacific room made a decent amount of money but not so much that it may not necessarily it wasn't automatically guaranteed a sequel yeah but i wonder with the success of godzilla now i wonder if that may justify them actually putting yeah, that's true. out there just to kind of like ride that wave of kaiju uh, stuff. So it'll be interesting to see if we actually get a sequel to that. But the end. Uh, what else? Yeah. What is the ABGN uh, movie? The Angry Video Game Nerd movie. Oh God. <laughs> Do you guys have you guys seen the Angry Video Game Nerd? Personally, he no. seems fine on his own, but I don't know why. I've never watched him. I've heard of him. I don't know uh, why he I needs don't... a movie. He's been around for a better part of a decade. I only found out about him like last year. The angry video game nerd is this 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 guy in like, I think he's in New Jersey who just uh, he created this character too. called the angry video game nerd who just uh, angrily reviews old Nintendo games and just like bitches about them and does little skits about that. And uh, he became like a pretty popular internet like like sub celebrity like some like like C list celebrity. And uh, I guess last year he had a Kickstarter to create the angry video game nerd movie. And he's been working on on that for the last year, and that is finally going to come out uh, next month. Well, the only reason I, I really care about this, what's that? I know he has a game which I saw on Steam one day. I'm like, what? What? Which is supposedly pretty terrible, but what do you end up? I would assume so. I yeah. Mean... Um, but the, the interesting thing is, the Angry Video Game Nerd is played by this guy named James Rolfe, who is this kind of like homebrewed uh, movie maker. He almost kind of reminds me if you guys have ever seen American Movie. 
uh, that documentary about I've the guy who's trying to make a movie, movie called Coven. He's kind of like that kind of like homebrew film guy who's made a thousand movies with just like himself and his friends in his hometown. And he didn't really strike it big until he created this angry video game nerd movie, uh, this angry video game nerd character. But now he's using that that character to, as an opportunity to make like for him what would be a big budget movie because he got a Kickstarter and stuff like that. So it's kind of nice to see somebody. I mean, I guess good for him. It's, yeah, it works. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's it's. And you see, I've, from everything I've always heard, uh, he seems like a really sweet guy. So this is this is more of a uh, this is a pretty indulgent note from Bill because no one else cares about angry video games. <laughs> I just want to wait till you get to the next note. Yeah. So, but yeah. So what? Yeah. What is this? Uh, you guys explain this because I don't know what this is. I just assumed there would be something about some kind of sci-fi franchise I don't care about, so I just put in something about Star Trek Wars Effects Gate Gate. Well, of course, there's got to be Star Wars in this news this week because that's the one boy how he's slowly turning into Harrison Ford. Well, Rose Lego was never mentioned, so we can just break that chain. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Harrison Ford done fucked himself up on the set of Star Wars this week. It's almost yeah. like he's old. Yeah, I, that, that's the terrible thing. Is this the most predictable? Well, specifically, he didn't fuck yeah. himself up. It sounds like someone closed the Millennium Falcon door on his ankle. Oh, yeah. He broke so, his ankle. Yeah, well, I heard I just hurt his ankle. I Right before we started recording, I just looked up to see what, what how, how hurt he had been. It sounds like, yeah, he did break his ankle. Break is, that's that sounds fucked up. Uh, and they were talking about supposedly he had like a chest injury. That's the rumors is that he had a chest injury and he had to get chest X-rays. Who the fuck actually knows what happened? But man, yeah, yeah that's that's when you're involving a Wookiee costume in a car. I don't... Yeah, and it's something about how he may may have hurt his pelvis too, which sounds like the most old man injury you could possibly get. But yeah. yeah, that's that's I don't know. I hope he's okay. And supposedly he's supposed to be like one of the major. He's supposed to be one of the major characters in that movie too. It's not like he's only supposed to show up for ten seconds and then like that's it. He's supposed to be like he's supposed to have like action scenes. So I don't know what the hell they're gonna do about that now. But yeah, yeah so rewrite the action scenes. Uh, well, no, he, he becomes like Professor X and he just like runs around a floating <laughs> hover chair. You know what happens? Turns out the Millennium Falcon's pilot chair has like hover hover stuff on the bottom, and he can just like disengage it and just float around. And it's got like little lasers and stuff. And he's like pew 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 pew. <laughs> Right. Or maybe he just rides around on R2D2's back. There you <laughs> and R2D2 go. just flies around. Yeah. Um, uh, on a related note, the live action Star Wars TV show would have been about young Han Solo. Because that worked for Indiana Jones. I know. Well, that's, you know, yeah. And that was another TV show produced by uh, George Lucas. So this was what happened here was did you guys ever hear about. Uh, for the last decade, George Lucas was talking about before he sold Star Wars to Disney, he was going to try to create a live-action Star Wars TV show. Yeah, no, I, I heard about, about it. Yeah, but so no one knew I what it was. Think about it, George Lucas. Just, yeah, he just made vague references to the fact that it was supposed to involve bounty hunters or something like that. But yeah, they just announced this week that uh, somebody who had worked on some of the scripts came out and said, yeah, the whole the main character would have been young. Uh, Han Solo it would have been like like a twenty year old Han Solo running around the galaxy doing stuff, which I guess makes sense, but that's a little boring. Well, it would have showed like how he like got like won the Millennium Falcon from he went uh, the Wookiee win, yeah, and all that stuff. How else does he win it? And it would have been like you know there would have been like a young Lando and I don't know. Some, but, I mean that would have been cool. 
I mean, as long as it wasn't the te- the funny thing is, the young Indiana Jones show was not necessarily that terrible. The stuff with the older Indiana Jones is actually pretty washable. Mm-hmm. And if you got past the fact that it wasn't an action adventure show, it was a historical drama. Mm-hmm. But the stuff with the little kid Indiana Jones was fucking terrible, and that just kind of ruined everything else about the show. Like, oh, who played the older Indiana Jones in that? It was the guy who played Powder. Which Powder? Oh, okay. Have you ever seen Powder? What is no. this? No. <laughs> Powder was a was a movie like was it like the mid nineties? Was a movie about this? It was like this alien who goes to high school, except his skin is powder white and he's got no hair, and he's supposed to. So be it's Twilight. Yeah, oh yeah, he's just this magical being that brings life, light, and happiness to the, uh, everyone whose life he enters. Turns out the movie was written and directed by a child molester. Uh, oh, good okay. And so that's that's the legacy of that movie. But the guy who oh, played Powder was the guy who played older young Indiana Jones. And maybe he maybe he's dead now. Maybe he shot himself. Who knows? Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, skipping, on. <laughs> yeah, skipping back, so uh, Legend of Korra book three trailer was uh, was released this week. Uh, there's no release date yet, but it sounds like rumors are that uh, the next season of Legend of Korra will come out in August. Yeah. Well, do you know just... what happened with the trailer? No, what happened? The trailer that came out first was actually a fan trailer they made from um, leaked footage. So it had oh, like all kinds of was? spoilers for the, yeah, it has all kinds of spoilers for how the uh, book is going to uh, go. So they put oh, out okay. the actual trailer afterwards because they wanted to have something to kind of oh, okay. keep people from seeing yeah. the fan trailer. I think I saw a the whole official... bunch of what seemed like major st- uh, spoilers. So uh, what I heard it happened was actually like, like three or four episodes from the middle of the next season got leaked online somehow. Yeah, it and, was. Well, they're being translated. Yeah, episodes three to six. Um, no, it was some late, some late season stuff from whatever. Yeah. But no, I, um, I, I I heard it was the same thing. It was like yeah, like episodes like it was like middle of the season. Well, those season those episodes those seasons are only like twelve episodes long. So that's that's true. Yeah. Of the middle of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can so, tell there's big spoilers in that when you know. I haven't even seen that stuff, so yeah, I don't know what's what what the spoilers yeah, are. I from yeah. the official trailer, you get to see like well, you get to see Lazuko's back. Yeah. Um, you get to see that wasn't the in the fan trailer. Yeah, no, and you get, the actual, yeah. Yeah, you get to see there's like an Earth Queen, uh, Earth Queen with like crazy long, super golden fingernails, which looks kind of cool. And uh, there's more. Earth, there seems to be more. Like I don't know if they're airbending acolytes or if they're other actual airbenders now, but I don't know. It's I don't know. We'll see. It looks. I don't know. I have high hopes. Um, season two got better as it went on, but the first half was a real disappointment. Yeah, I think um, I'm quite looking forward to this season three, mostly because it's all being worked on by the better of the two studios. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. There's, there's the two studios. And I've heard a lot of story during my season. Yeah, yeah and the, I think, um, you know, I was getting really, uh, really tired of Kara in season two, right up until the bit where it starts to get um, with the, um, about the first Avatar, that sort yeah. of story. And after that, that, it really took a turn. Yeah, that, that two-parter was real good. That was, yeah, that was some that really was good awesome. television. That was That's, but that doesn't bode well that the best part of Legend of Korra was mm-hmm. the two episodes that had nothing to do with the Legend of Korra. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's also great. But um, I mean, I think they worked it pretty well into the rest of the season. But oh yeah, no, it was still integrated. There was justification for having that flashback, but it's funny that like it was the one yeah. thing that had nothing to do with like the current character, yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, there's just. I mean, I just want there to be more Asami and more. Uh, 
Beifang, nothing. Yeah. Well, I guess it, yeah. there was no Beifang last season. They were, yeah, they were talking well, there was, about. But she was being really like <laughs> not enough. Stupid. She was yeah. being like really assum- making loads of assumptions and stuff, and just she was yeah, acting she, in a way I just didn't feel was in character. They had to wolf. They had to go out of their their way to dumb her down in order to make some yeah. of that plot work, which was just yeah, which is that's the thing. Legend of Korra suffered from some legitimately bad writing and some and some very very yeah. lazy writing uh, decisions, which which you would get occasionally Avatar, but. Yeah, it's it's pulled punches that the original Avatar show never did, Mm. which is unfortunate. But yeah, although I did see uh, the Korra Asami thing, I already saw. So I guess there's something where like a Korra's knocked out, and Asami's like driving driving a bike, like holding up Korra on the bike, and someone already photoshopped it. So instead of like holding uh, Korra beneath, like like Asami's arms underneath her armpits, the minutes of her arms are grabbing her boobs and holding her up by her boobs. And, like, they've already added the text of, like, oh, yeah, we're going out on our first date, already at the first base, or something like that. I'm just... <laughs> Fucking internet. Uh, Although I do appreciate there's such a hardcore car- Cora. Oh, no. Oh. Worst couple. Uh, sorry, we just... Oh, they're going to me a match over And, uh, what's his face, Mako? Sorry, Bill, we lost you there. We got really confused. What's that? You disappeared for a minute. Yeah. Okay. That's no. That's why. <laughs> oh really? Oh, you did not miss much. I was just talking about how Cory and Asama, Cori, Asami and Cora make so much more sense than Mako or, yeah. Yeah, they do. It's not gonna I, happen, but they do. I was just on a slash fic reverie. Um. Okay. So the next thing is Aaron Paul keeps accidentally turning on people's Xboxes. Which, why? He did He's, that to me. He too. says Xbox on, in the advert. Yeah, and hopefully and, anyone um, who's listening to this at home with like on a speaker system, they may have like anyone Maxwell doing... having said that Xbox, may have actually turned on some people. Xbox, turn off. Um, <laughs> Xbox, bing porn. Xbox on. Oh. <laughs> Okay, there we go. Turn on mine. Anyway, yeah. So Aaron Paul, uh, who played Jesse Pinkman on Breaking Bad, yeah, he's in a new commercial. Uh, showing off Titanfall, and of course he starts off the commercial by like yelling at his Xbox, Xbox on, play Titanfall. And so, of course, anyone listening to this commercial at home who has an Xbox, that's their it turns on their Xbox and fires up uh, Titanfall. So it's it's I can't. I'm, you know what? I kind of wonder if Microsoft didn't know what they were doing with that because that's a great way of kind of like guerrilla advertising like how well that that, that, play it now. that the commercial can actually turn on your 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 xbox oh my god yeah, yeah so. xbox on that's Go what i want i want game. commercials to be able to control things in my house well that, i mean that's that that's the future we're living in now actually i need to shut off my xbox <laughs> xbox it, off xbox when off. you put that camera down your fingers it almost looked like someone was naked on your desk and it was just their bare really? butt Hanging out there, I don't need that image. <laughs> I just I, assume I, the worst whenever you're on. Why do you have that? I have a hot dog. <laughs> but anyone who is not currently Why? watching, Bill is just waving a hot dog at us. Bill's just waving a hot dog in front of the camera very terribly, very grossly. Um, I, sometimes I like a raw hot dog. You know what? It doesn't even look cooked. 
I know, but raw, raw, you know what? There's a brand of turkey dogs that they sell in Portland that I love to eat raw. It's terrible. Uh, I was hoping to get worms, and that was going to be my like uh, like health loss diet, my, my, my weight loss diet, but I have not gotten worms yet. I'm very upset. <laughs> Dr. Oz will probably sell you those in pill form. And you know what? I am justified my love of raw hot dogs because I recently read about how Walt Disney – he would decompress from a long day at work. He would come home and eat raw hot dogs and feed them and like share them with his dog. Uh, like it was good enough for Walt Disney. It's good enough for me. <laughs> just saying. It's not like I'm eating tons of raw hot dogs. It just sometimes as like as a sometimes snack. Oh, okay. Like as long as it's juice. a sometimes thing. You eat a raw hot dog washed down with pickle juice. That's you know that's an acceptable lunch in some third world countries. <laughs> Parts well, of the south as well. <laughs> what else? Um, Sony. Uh, Sony. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sony announces a CG live action Sonic the Hedgehog film. They seem to be going all Lego movie with it by having a couple of random guys from the Upright Citizens Brigade do it. Yeah. That so, sounds like a disaster. Man, especially if it's gonna be partially live action. So I'm assuming that like Sonic's gonna have yeah. a live action girlfriend. Oh my <laughs> fucking god. Have you seen that screenshot from that Sonic game they put on the Xbox where he's uh, kissing this um, human girl? Oh, I've seen, I saw that back oh. in the day, yeah. They already boy, did this there's some... live action. Yeah, no. Oh, my God. It's boy, just... there's some captions for that image. And no one even likes Sonic games anymore. I don't know who this, who this movie is supposed to be for, but... The this... crazy people on Tumblr. Like, just... Have you ever heard that thing about Google your name and then add the hedgehog? Yeah, and you can find the worst fan art of yeah. whatever, like, so, like, yeah, like Maxwell Motley the Hedgehog or Jacob, <laughs> Jacob the Hedgehog, and you'll probably be like, "Fuck." There has yeah. to be a couple. Yeah. There I did look up Bill Jacob the Hedgehog, Hedgehog, and it was just kind of generic. It wasn't as anything as horrible as I was. I, I'm assuming if I dug uh, deeper into that Google well, I would have found something more horrifying. But yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, I used to be a moderator on DeviantArt on their DeviantArt related. I'm category. so sorry. I know, tell me about it. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't awful, but I was on the, uh, the DeviantArt related category, which is where everything goes by default if you don't select it to go uh, somewhere. Oh, no. Yeah. So that was 90% Sonic the Hedgehog of some kind or other, either sprite art or read-on art or inflation art, which was, which was enlightening in a not oh, very really? pleasant way. Yeah. Is your Long cat high? Your what cat you is gonna... just like chasing demons on the wall in the background. Oh, no, there's, there's a fly. Yeah. There's a fly there. So oh, inflation. Okay. So the <laughs> inflation <laughs> art. What, how are people being yes. inflated? Various different ways. Well, it's about <laughs> it's a metaphor well, I, for the U.S. economy. Well, so it's I usually the the balloons, or if it was like I've seen Willy Wonka blueberry fest Bill, stuff. Yeah, Bill. There's, there's basically. Bill, what do you version. want it to be? <laughs> what do you want inflation to be? <laughs> It's whatever you want. And you'll Bicycle see. pumps, you can do that. A yep. world of pure imagination. <laughs> Take a look. It's in a book. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> I can't. I don't know why I said you suddenly conflated those two songs in my head, but anyway. I always do too, and I've never watched Reading Rainbow. Man, Sonic the Hedgehog. What the? F anyway. Uh, yeah, speaking of terrible play... movies. I played 500 hours of Sonic Adventure 2 on the GameCube when I really? was younger because I was an idiot. 
I bought that, <laughs> that game for the so Dreamcast, bad. and I can only play about half. I have it on PC it. now because I had to know. I had to go back to it, and I had to know. I still like the Chows. Oh, the Chows. Oh, okay, anyway. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I had to think for a moment what the hell. I was like, oh, the, the yeah. virtual pets. Thing. Sonic Adventure Two. You could raise the Chows still, right? Like Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's so fun. I like that. So Looks okay. Like that. Uh, uh, whoever wrote the next note, you can take that t- uh, too. Um, Sim City, a Dame to Kill for trailer is out, and it looks like Sim City. And the way you said that yeah, made like me think it sounded like you said Sim City. Sim Dame, City. Yeah, I thought it would be better. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> Sim City, a Dame to Kill. That one involved Frank Miller, so. Ingrid's. Um, <laughs> you know what? I've not it's seen just... the trailer. Is the trailer actually look bad, or what's what's? No, what? it looks. It looks. It looks all right, but it just looks like Sim City. It's you know the black and white and mute individual color highlights and things it it's it's sensitive I'm, I'm assuming you guys didn't care much for the first I the first book make it equal. i i've never watched it yeah i'm just not I interested thought it was all right, but I, I, I don't know it could have been better maybe. i want to fuck frank miller in the ear with my hot dog and so, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was not like freakishly offended by SimCity. I, I am. Oh, Christ, I am calling it. I don't hear it. Now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't hear the movies offensive or anything. It's just him as a person. Well, there are like there's isn't there a crazy serial killer with like women's heads on his wall and he yeah, eats someone's Elijah fingers Wood. or something like that? Yeah. Uh, well, so wait, this, oh, this trailer yeah. for the new movie, is it a Red Band trailer? I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, the, I guess that, that is an American thing. That That's uh, usually Red Band trailer is a trailer that has swearing or nudity in it. Um, doesn't mm, seem that's to That's a difference? I don't know. Uh, if it sh- I mean, I did like that. Uh, I mean, it, lo- it was a terrible looking poster, but anything that does show off uh, Eva Green's boobies. I thought that was banned. Yeah, I well, yeah, that was just a that was such a craven publicity stunt too, because they knew that poster was going to get banned, and that's the only reason they created that, which is to create this like Sim City is too crazy for 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 modern movie theaters. We're going to have this poster that's going to get banned. It's going to get us all this media attention. And, Probably yeah. worked. Yeah, no, I mean, everyone, we're talking about it right now, so their publicity stunt did work, but yeah, so yeah, yeah, Evergreen, anything too. Anything that puts money in Evergreen's pockets is fine by me, even if it's terrible Frank Miller fucking horseshit. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway. That guy. That guy thinks he's so brooding and mysterious and badass, and everything where he writes is like, fuck, for like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, he's, he's one of those people where I bought some of his comics, and then, like, right as I was about to start reading them, I found out he was kind of a horrible person. Yeah, that he's just happening more than I'd sad like. and just like, uh... Yeah. yeah, I have to. I, I really have to dis, uh, distinguish myself with people, with artists, and with uh, actors, with writers, and things from f- f- the person from their work. So much of the time, well, that's basically yeah, that's... everyone. You can find something that you absolutely hate about them, and it's you know, my I have my limits. Like I won't deal with a whole lot of misogyny, and I won't deal with the kind of well, what's this kind of Frank Miller's problem? I just I don't I won't do it. And just, yeah. I just I don't even care about the misogyny as much. I, I don't think Frank Miller's a very good storyteller too. On top of that stuff, I, especially oh, no, I've never stuff. did you guys see the the Spirit movie that he made? Yes, I did see I that. Heard that was bad. That movie was like non. It was like a waking nightmare. It looked like a Sin City knockoff. It well, basically it was. <laughs> it was made but, by the guy who made Sin City. Yeah. Man, Samuel Jackson, that movie is just like screaming and yelling at everyone at the whole time. It's just a goddamn mess. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Well, you're going to pay Samuel uh, Jackson to do something. What else? Um, 
Uh, DC's future movie plans seem to include a Wonder Woman movie in July 2017, which is just two months after the Justice League movie is supposed to debut in, in May 2017, and a Sandman movie uh, at Christmas 2016. Hmm. You guys care about any of this? Nope. I I'm kind of interested about. I'm like, curious. I'd love, to, I'd love to see the Wonder Woman movie. Obvious mm -hmm. for obvious reasons. Let's have some yeah, protagonists, but... please. Um, but a Sandman movie, I'm kind of interested in. I didn't really know the Sandman books growing up. But my friend was really into them, and uh, I keep meaning to read them. I'm I, yeah, it. I I like Neil Gaiman as a writer, so. I don't see that. I do too. There's some problems. But... So have neither of you guys wait. So did you read? End up reading them, a Sandman after all, Maxwell? No, I I never read it just because uh, mm. I've they were never such a big thing here. I've got a friend who probably has all of them though. I could probably borrow really? them. They weren't that that big of a I thing think... in the UK. Not really. The comics generally haven't been huge here. Then they're not quite as ingrained in our culture as much, and yeah. there are a lot less comic shops around here than there are, I think, in America. From from what I hear, um, there's not a lot of comic shops left around here either in a lot of places. Yeah, but uh, there's there's a lot less here, I feel, than other places. Oh, and here the only real way to get comics anymore is just to find whatever comics people leave in the woods. They're all like waterlogged and fucked up, and pages ripped out. Kind of like wood toilet paper. paper. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a fucking mess. <laughs> Especially Frank Miller comics. People loved wipe their asses with that shit. No, I was just kind of surprised just well, because what else is it good for? with I mean, Neil Gaiman being an English author, and so much the, of Sandman takes place or has stuff to do with Europe and the UK specifically. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I just imagine yeah. like a thing over in the UK. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've I really think Alan Moore comics would be more of a thing. Really. Yeah, I need to read more Alan Moore. I read that. It was okay. But that's the thing. I would recommend Sandman because Sandman has taken us all – Sandman slow, starts off really slow. It takes a good – a whole graphic novel or two for it to really start taking off. But as a whole, it is a fucking magnificently put together story. By the end, that that's that whole story just turns into this. It really is almost Shakespearean in its like scope and just like what the fuck's happening. And it's 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 fantastic. But it's also has not aged very well. A lot of the art in Sandman is terrible. Uh, each graphic novel is by a different person. And so that means like you you the, the the quality of the art in Sandman varies widely from 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 collection to collection, and uh, yeah, I noticed that reading a Hawkeye like as soon as David Ozzah was not doing the art for those comics anymore, I'm like I think I just lost interest. Yeah. I know he gets well, back into it later. Sandman is interesting because all the artists were handpicked by Neil Gaiman, and he said he would write that collections like every graphic novel's like collection of material uh, with that artist in mind. Which is kind of interesting, which, but still, like... Which is a great idea, but traditional yeah. comic artists have to work in a house style so much that their art can become boring. Yeah, I'm and not the saying they're bad artists, but... Yeah, and the first book of Sandman stuff, it was drawn by the guy who did... I don't know if you guys ever saw this, but there's a cartoon called The Max, which is the kind of very gruesome, cartoony... Almost like Mad there's Magazine. TV thing. Kyle, it, yeah, it's almost like this Mad Magazine style of artwork, which... The Sandman is known to be such like an elegant comic. It really doesn't fit that kind of world. It's kind of like grimy and gruesome and stuff. But I don't know. Sandman is pretty good. And yeah, it is interesting to see that they're, they've been talking about Sandman movie for you know, like 25 years. And it's interesting to see yeah, that. Yeah, from what I know like, about those books, I don't know how they're turn that into a movie. Yeah, and I think it was like, was it like uh, Jordan Go Joseph Gordon Levitt? I think he's supposed to be producing the Sandman movie. Mm. And it sounds like he may be actually serious about actually getting this done for uh, DC. And the other thing with the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, uh, a lot of people are po poking fun at Marvel. 
because Marvel keeps on saying that they can't find a character, a female character that justifies having their her own movie. And now, you know, DC just suddenly said, okay, well, fine, fuck it, we're going to have one. Now, that's a lot of crap. I can't yeah. name any female Marvel characters because I don't read much Marvel. Well, the X-Men There's got to be someone. They're on the right X-Men. I'll, I'll, I'll give them I'll, that. Also, just to see what, uh, what the live-action movie take of Wonder Woman is going to be. What? Black Widow from the Avengers. Give her her own movie. Right. Yeah, she really needs Wolves. her own. Yeah, I'm trying to think of well, D- Marvel really can't use the uh, Avengers. I, like I, I know so little about the uh, Marvel DC universe. I don't know so what. They I, can I don't. Do. I don't know. So, but at least I mean, to be fair, there's not a lot of good female superheroes because people just don't write them very well. But yeah, they have Miss Marvel now. In a few years, they could do something with that. That's with the uh, the Arabic girl, right? Yes, that's why that's why I know of it. People yeah, yeah. really like it. I, for it, I so. still haven't read that yet. The rest of it is. Um, I hear it's good, but I don't like to get caught up in big superhero stuff. I just I don't have time for it. Uh, speaking of more movie stuff, uh, have you guys seen the Paddington Bear trailer? I have, yes. I've What's seen the think? creepy Paddington meme. <laughs> Is that a meme already? <laughs> yeah, it's a meme already. So what do you think of the trailer? People have like, photoshopped them into all kinds of horror movies. It's weird. Oh, yeah? <laughs> this has been Jacob Describes Meme Corner. <laughs> Better than you than me, because that's that's usually my job in every podcast. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm quite interested to see it because it's kind of it's so part of like like I I've I don't know if I've ever not known about Paddington Bear. Uh, yeah. I don't know how big it is outside of the UK to be honest, but I was uh, confusing with Rupert. Yeah. That's I, how much I, I know I, about him. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, See, I, when I grew up as a kid, there was a stop motion uh, Paddington Bear uh, cartoon. That's how yeah. I knew Paddington Bear. And actually, that yeah. was a lot. Uh, so I, and it was that was actually one of my first real exposures to British lifestyle. People like the British accent and everyone's drinking tea. And Paddington's very nice, and he's got his little 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 red hat, and his yep. little coat. <laughs> and he's just very nice and sweet. He doesn't want to hurt anybody. And yeah, that was kind of an interesting first introduction into kind of like the British. Like the the temperament of kind of like the mellow, like oh let's be you know polite and kind of nice and not the imperialistic fucked up part of the British. <laughs> you know I mean. Yeah, we'll leave yeah. that part out. Yeah, but it's really interesting to see that I don't know when on earth they have filmed in Paddington Station because it's never not busy. But um, yeah. it's just interesting to see you know I I go through Paddington basically if I take a train to see my parents in Cardiff I go through Paddington Station. It's just how I go there um, because I live in London. So it's just that's that's how I go. And then there's there's, there is a statue of Paddington Bear in Paddington Station. Uh, Is it named for the bear or is the bear named for the station? Um, Where is the coincidence? The bear, I think, is named Paddington because he's found at Paddington Station. Yeah, I was about to say. From from memory. He's, uh, He's found sitting on a suitcase with a note that says please look after this bear and then i think they just decide to call him paddington and um he's come from darkest peru <laughs> <laughs> that's great so there's maybe what? some racial stuff going on in those books maybe yeah because yeah, all I those don't... bears in peru on those mountaintops yeah yeah just like hi are there bears in Peru? Pretty sure that, no. I if there are, there's like three bears, and they're there just because they got lost, or they were captured and set loose in Peru because a poacher's <laughs> fucked up somehow, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
But yeah, Paddington is nice. Apparently there is a bear in, in Peru. Oh, yeah? <laughs> the author originally wanted Paddington to have travelled all the way from darkest Africa, but his agent advised him uh -huh. that there were no bears in darkest Africa. <laughs> what for Peru? Someone was darkest Peru? Yeah, because there's a, be a speckled though, yeah. bear in Peru. See, speaking of... Um, Speaking of um, having to separate art from uh, authors like that, that's one of those things I can deal with is darkest Africa. Like, there's some implications there, dude. No, that's a charged phrase. That's why people not try not yeah. to use it anymore. Yeah. Unless, you, unless you're unless you fucked okay. up racist, but... Um, right, right. It's always interesting to go back and find this stuff. So, anyways, is, but that's, you guys that's why saying. when people talk about Portland, they say, from hippest Portland comes. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, so when, when 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 was Paddington created? With the Paddington Bear uh, created? Wikipedia says nineteen fifty eight. Oh okay, I thought Paddington Bear was actually even older than that. So he's not okay, so the statue of Paddington Bear, does he have right. his head toilet? Head toilet? <laughs> That's the highlight of the trailer as Paddington Bear sticks his face in the toilet. Yep, obviously. <laughs> At least it proves the little kids that the English I have saw toilets. some <laughs> We don't have toilet. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he gets his face stuck in in one of the uh, the the. Uh, is that in Paddington Station? The big leather paddles that you have to walk through to get the into the in and out of the station. What? <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that just kind of a train station thing? This is the little bigger corner yeah. of the Boy Howdy podcast this week. Most of London trains. Screenshot I saw. Harry Potter, yeah. where Harry tries to get on a train. That's most of London trains. Wait, really? Yes. Well, I guess it would just use one of the trains for that. Why well, build a train to do that? Yeah. Well, not the, huh. not. I don't mean like the Hogwarts Express. I mean specifically, there's an episode, there's a part of one of the Harry Potter films where Harry. Yeah, you use your train go by while they're getting on the platform. Um, with Arthur Weasley, and he uses his Oyster card, and then Arthur Weasley's just sort of slapping the thing to try and make. I didn't it go work. back and really remember that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that most of the um, things. Oyster card. Yes, oyster cards. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, oyster card is um, it's a card that um, does like wireless. Con it's a contactless card essentially, and you use it on all transport in London. So buses, okay. trams, trains, everything. Oh, that's really convenient. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you get on the bus, you beep it. You get on a train, you beep it. You get on a tram, beep it. It's just goes beep and everything. And then See, here in the United States, we just have Lunchables. If you're eating a Lunchable, you just get on <laughs> any kind of public transport for free. That's why everyone's so fat. Yeah, no, it's just like lunch, lunch, Lunchable actually, like, they, they, they actually kind of, like, fund a lot of the... The, the, the Lunchable like, economy was a really bad idea yeah. in respect. <laughs> no wonder your economy's so bad. <laughs> Lunchables. <laughs> lunchables. <laughs> okay, this, this, I, I get paid like forty lunchables a month. I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you get subsidized if you if you agree to have most of your it meals makes it... uh, be lunchables. <laughs> yeah, it makes it real hard to order from Amazon though, because it's hard to get a lunchables card. They're very big. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> no, I, I get paid in pounds. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? What do you think the Lunchables do? You like get paid in pounds? I, I, 
Which is essentially dog treats for Americans, where we're fine with like actually not getting paid that much as long as lunchables are involved. Like 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 uh, like us doing work is just a special trick we do just to get lunchables at the end of the day. You gain like five pounds of lunchables, so I mean we really do get paid in pounds. You know what the terrible right thing is? The ham and cheese lunchables on the crackers. Actually, not the worst thing in the world. I had I had I love the pizza from, ones as a kid. Annie's actually the person who introduced what? me to Lunchables for the first time when we went to go uh, visit Mount St. Helens with friends once. Um, yeah, so we we, we, we was that we, when Dylan McConus kicked you out of the house? Yeah, that was part of that so trip. I've seen that last week, but that was, that was also the trip when we were introduced to uh, Kirby's Magic Canvas Curse on the on the DS. But yeah, that was an eventful yeah. trip. So anyway, so that was way more talking about the than trailers yeah. than I think any of us expected. This is the name of this episode. It's going to be just called Lunchables. Okay, so this works out <laughs> just a couple minutes, but we do have enough time to talk about the last note is rest in peace, Casey Kasem. He died today. You were a person I knew existed. Uh, do you guys care about you Casey died. Kasem or have any experience with the no, with dude? I, I don't, I'm sure he was a nice guy. Now he's I dead. I don't know anything about him. I know he was the American top 40. There's a lot of dead people. Like, well, no, he's he, just just for, by, by virtue of the fact that he did the voice of Shaggy on Scooby Doo. He should did be he known that? for that. He should be memorized for that. That's there should be a statue for Casey Kasem just for that. Fuck the top forty shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, did the voice of uh, Shaggy from Scooby Doo is dead. Aww. Yeah, it was a sad story well, about you know, how Scooby snacks. I guess he had dementia and he and like he was put in a home, but like then he's got kidnapped by his wife like last month. Yeah, and crazy right. shit. About that. And so yeah, they they finally took him off his feeding tube. This is the most depressing way to end this episode. Talking about yeah, well done. Let's let's not end this on a high at all. Let's end this on possibly the lowest note. So this can. episode has been about concentration camps, Casey Kasem <laughs> dying, Rick Mail dying. Harrison Ford breaking his pelvis and getting hit by a truck. Or whatever the fuck happened to him on Star Wars. Yeah, this, this has been an uplift. Uh, yeah, all the cancer talk, too. In the too. American economy. And, yeah, and how uh, lunchables, uh, Americans only paid with Lunchables these days. This has been the Boy Howdy Podcast. So, healthcare. I'm going to make Annie, I'm gonna make Annie listen to this while she's on vacation just so she oh, can please. show how much I fuck up a podcast when she's not here. <laughs> Honey, don't leave. What are you going to do next week? I don't know. we got to figure our stuff out. You guys are welcome to come back next week, too. I don't know. I'm, I'm free next out. week. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, then uh, the annual will still be off next week, but then next week we'll be I'm back. I'm trying to think right of there. something happier to talk about. <laughs> uh, Lego movie? Uh, oh, I watched Frozen. I can talk about Frozen real quick. It was okay. Yeah? Um, The first half was really boring. I didn't like any of the music. Really? I thought it looked a little generic. Really? Uh, the snowman was actually kind of funny. Yeah, that, I really that, liked the that, reindeer. That confuses everyone watching that movie with the, for the first time. I refused to watch that movie in years because of that snowman. I, I saw that snowman I'm like I'm no way. It uh-uh. looks like a DreamWorks That's character. Good. He's all like, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he kind of acts like one, but he's better written than I would expect. No, it's cute. It, it works surprisingly well. Um, I, that was another thing where I feel like it didn't need a villain. I guess it does have a villain. I forgot about that. Yeah. Have you seen it, Frozen Maxwell? Yes. Um, I believe the last time I was on the podcast, we talked about it as well. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it was okay. I like yeah. it. I like it was better than movie. I thought it was going to be. That's all I enjoyed yeah, about okay. it. Like, I had a good time with it. So, 
Yeah. Yeah, I saw it after everyone was freaking out about it, and I knew that. Like, but it, it was it was going to impact my opinion of it. I'd watch it again. It was good. Yeah. Uh, that's again. That's something else I've seen crazy amounts of Rule Thirty Four art for. I saw what my was my favorite. <laughs> you think oh, I'll talk no, about? Oh, it was Tomodachi Life. I saw people oh. frozen characters in Tomodachi Life. And this person's rendition of the Frozen characters are so horrifying. Kristoff looked like a thumb. He looked the weirdest like little me version of Kristoff was 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 gruesome. I don't know why it was. I've seen Rule Thirty Four versions of stuff of that characters too. But people love Elsa and what's her face getting together, which they're sisters. Which that's even I don't. Was it Anna? You guys crazy? Was that? It's Anna. Yeah. Anna. Yeah, a- Anna, a- yeah, Anna and Elsa well, getting together. Anna, like, nuts. <laughs> so my favorite thing about that movie had to be the um, "Do you want to bleep a snowman?" video where they censored songs from Frozen. Oh, they just <laughs> and it was, it was that's the joke. Do yeah. you want to bleep a snowman? That was the whole. Oh. It was. It's, it's funnier. You got to watch the video. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Max was got it over. Wrap this up. Maybe next we'll, next week we'll tackle some uh, uh, spoiler transistor talk. Okay. Also, maybe that'll give me some time to actually beat it, so I can actually enjoy like actually getting involved. I really like that game. Yeah. I, I have be, some I, thoughts about the ending. I've played it for two hours, and and it's, considering everyone seems to say it's a six-hour game, that means I'll, I'll only have to play it a couple hours to beat it. So yeah, it's it's not like you at this point you may want to start over. Even I love the gameplay in that, but even after I tried to come back to it after a week, I was a little lost. Yeah. Well, especially with the yeah. gameplay, I could see that being a little confounding if you haven't played it in a while. I think especially yeah. for the story and stuff, it's really it's really worth yeah, doing it's... it as as much all the way through as you can. Really? I think okay. it, I think it yeah, benefits as... that. I have problems with the endings, but I think it, the story is good overall. And my problems with the ending, I feel, might have more to do with society surrounding the ending. I don't know. It's it's hard to think about. It's hard to wrap my head around. Okay. So. We'll forget. We'll, we'll talk more about that next week then. Okay. 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 So. Song and dance number for the ending. Okay. I'll start. Um, <laughs> my name is Jacob Dahl. I don't know why you're here listening to me. You should probably have something better to do with your life. You can find me at on Twitter at IHateDRM75, or you can go to my website, slash blog, VulpusAbsurder.com. Okay. Spelled. A U S B D A? I don't remember. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Yeah. You can I don't know. I don't actually maybe not. You can try. Go for it. You'll find it eventually. There's nothing on it. I just registered the domain because I wanted to have it. So Maxwell, how can people hunt you down? If people really want to hunt me down on Twitter, I am Maxwellian. Um, I have my website, gotmockery.com, which is about seven years out of date at this point, so nothing on there is recent. Um, and I'm on Tumblr, uh, maxwellian.tumblr.com, where I don't post anything new, I just repost other people's stuff. So, you yeah, that's good stuff. I noticed your last that. Tumblr post was like, you know, like two years ago. <laughs> No, my Tumblr, my Tumblr stuff is is really is recent, but my my actual own website stuff is maybe that's old. what I'm thinking of. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, crazy old then. So okay, well, thank you guys again so much for uh, for uh, stepping in for Annie this week. You guys did a fantastic job. It's really appreciated. 
Well, now that Annie's gone, you're gonna need someone else to host the podcast. So I figured she I'd just get over now. Barry. You guys, I might need you guys to be permanent co-hosts. You never know. I've read, <laughs> I've read Emily Carroll's comics. I don't know if I trust her. I'm sure Annie could get turned I'm into joking. a lizard woman great. and then eat somebody out in the middle of the woods. If 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 she's gonna live life by an Emily Carroll comic, oh my god, holy shit! I mean, lots of blood and dead dudes. So okay, uh, I'll, I'll share it up. And okay, I'll, I'll okay. Well, I'll see you guys next week then. Yep, see ya. Okay, take care, guys. Bye.